1: are being, well, let's say minds are being blown.
2: One mind One
1: mind is being blown. Late Night Alternative, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle. Yes. And a cheat, with, with trying to do a new thing. I think, to get more listeners, we've got hardly any listeners, Katie. I find
3: that hard to believe. I,
1: You need to lift that up and talk really close to it. Okay, like there this. There we go. You, can, you don't have to hold it, though. I
3: know. There I just go. like to cradle it.
1: <laughs> we thought, what we do is we do a new feature where guests who are coming on the show, they come in one week before they're coming on to kind of tease up yeah. Their main interview a week later.
3: It's like a pre-drink. Yeah.
1: So yeah. you're going to be on the show next week. Totally. Talking about stuff that we, we can't talk about tonight.
3: There's an embargo. It's,
1: it's verboten. Yeah. It's unbongo, so we can't talk about it, which yeah. is exciting. What happens? I'm not going to, but what happens if you break an embargo? I mean, what's the
3: forfeit? I think you're on a blacklist and you can't play with the other kids. Wow. Yeah. And we, they never tell you any secrets ever. We again. don't
1: want to be on Katie Puckrick's blacklist. Oh, yeah. That would be horrendous. But most of the embargoed stuff, yours isn't. Yours is exciting. Yours is good. Yeah. But most of the embargoed stuff is rubbish. It's like it cannot b- be announced until midnight. A survey has found that some people, like Prince Charles, or it's donut day. Donut day. Do not announce until midnight. I guess, who
4: cares? Well, there could be a rush on donuts. I think that there is a reason. For a that.
1: Russian donut.
4: A rush on. Oh, Russian donuts. Yeah, that too.
1: We um, were talking there about the Beach Boys. That was the Beach Boys I played, and I played that for um, uh, a reason. Does anybody know? First of all, it's my favorite Beach Boys song. The first time I interviewed Brian Wilson, Brian Wilson said, "Oh, what's your favorite Beach Boys song?" And I said, "God,
3: it's... he's like quizzing you yeah. so that if you're going <laughs> to pass muster."
1: Yes, and so I said, "Oh, it's it's Marcella." Really? You like that? I mean, it made him sound like Scooby there. Really?
3: (laughs) Really? (laughs) Well, you know, he wasn't involved. That wasn't really one of his, was it? He was like in the sandbox. He wrote that song, though.
1: He wrote it. Yeah. He wrote it. It's about um, a nurse that used to give him blowjobs. Apparently. Apparently. So, um, and and he said, Really? You like that? Really? You like that song? I was doing a good Brian the other week. I can't do it. Really? You like that song? And then he started singing it to me. Oh, nice. He sang it. He sang Marcella to me. But you were saying that's also one of Elton John's favorites. Yeah,
3: Elton loves the, the album that it's from. What's the name of that album? Carl that... and
1: the Passion, So Tough. Oh,
3: right. So he wrote the sleeve notes for it. Really? And Yeah. Okay. But not. I don't think the sleeve notes for the original no. release of it, but when it came out on CD and they ah. repackaged them. And he... Elton says that that is his favorite Beach Boys album. It's a and, weird one. And, well, the funny thing is, is when you listen to the harmonies and the way some of the, that material kind of chugs along, you can hear that in Elton's mid-70s work. Yeah. in um, Especially... Some of his kind of throwback rock and roll things yeah. that are on Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, yeah. so I think uh, there's a lot of... It's a strange mid, album. Yeah, kind of late-era Beach Boys in mid-era yeah. Elton John. There
1: you go, you see. That is, that's what we call rock maths. I've always thought that... Now, what is, let me get the formula for this right. Um, sparks divided by bare-naked ladies equals they might be giants.
3: Oh yeah, there you go. It does,
1: it's rock maths. It does work. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a, there's a formula there.
3: Yeah, but that all those bands that you just mentioned just gave me indigestion <laughs> when you said them all together. <laughs> too much band. Imagine, too, imagine them. Too, what a build. Too, too much quirk.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of quirk and but,
3: too much whimsy. There's
1: a lot of bounce as well going on.
3: There. Yeah, there's we, a lot of bounce.
1: Um, uh, there's Brian Wilson's quit touring. Oh,
4: you
3: know, oh but d- actually...
1: No, well, I, I, exactly, I, I think. <laughs> but no, but listen, listen, listen. He, he did a statement. This is genuinely sad, right? This has upset me. So stop taking the mic. I'm
4: not taking the mic. I'm just thinking maybe it's better for him.
1: Brian Wilson phoned me up at home once. Um, as you, uh, it's no secret I've been living with mental illness for many decades. There were times when it was unbearable, but with doctors and medications, I've been able to have a wonderful, healthy and productive life. Um, however, after my last back surgery, I started feeling strange. It's been pretty scary for a while. I was not feeling like myself. Mentally insecure is how I describe it. We're not sure what's causing it, but I do know it's not good for me to be on the road right now, so I'm heading back to Los Angeles. Um, it crept back, and I've been struggling with stuff in my head and saying things I don't mean, and I don't know why. Oh. Um, I'm going to rest, recover, and work with my doctors. That's the sad. Saddest... When did he
3: say that? Was that recently? This is now. This is today. Because I thought that he would already thrown in the Brian Wilson towel.
1: No, he picked did... up. He picked up that. But he was just reserving a, a sun lounger. He's picked it up again and was oh. was
2: doing this most...
3: Because I thought he did that last big tour. Because I saw him a couple times on on the Brian Wilson version of the Beach Boys, yeah. the, the younger, the yeah. younger guys, the young guys. That. Did you did any any of you see the yeah. tour? Yeah. The thing that I loved about it was the you know it was in two halves. So when they approached the first the end of the first half. And he just finished playing his keyboard parts. You know, they had him just set, you know, set up yeah. at the front of the stage with his electric piano and he would just be plinky plunking along. He didn't and even, this kind did of, he
1: touch it with you? Cause when I was there with my six year old, my six year old went, daddy, why is he not even playing the piano? He did a little plinky plunky. Oh, okay. He did some plinky plunky. Yeah.
3: But he, yeah, he had that kind of Parkinson's sort of frozen aspect. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but the thing that was quite enjoyable was as they kind of lurched, well, in a smoothly lurched their way to the end of the, the song in the first half, he just hightailed it for the exit yeah. like he didn't even wait for the closing notes. He just got up and, and goes. he kind of had a Frankenstein's monster sort of stomp as a, I mean, who knows what kind of it's medication It's like there's someone
1: in the off, off the wings with a remote control going right. Must get Brian back. Now, let's bring him back. It, it is, is
3: It is a little bit like that. So he yeah, he was just like, "Whoop, my part's done. I'm out of here." Yeah. And off he went. I'm sad. That's why I think maybe it's for the best I think it's know? probably
1: for the best I saw Glenn Campbell on his last tour
3: was, it, was that a good oh, idea to do that for, no. for you or Glenn
1: No I, I interviewed him right I love Glenn Campbell and I Me interviewed too. him and the PR because when he came out he as he had Alzheimer's yeah. uh, stay there Alan stay there Nigel um, and the PR said he's got Alzheimer's he's fine he, he'll forget <laughs> what day it is, he's fine. He didn't even remember who Jimmy Webb was when I asked him oh. about Jimmy Webb. And I'm sat there going, Oh my God, Jimmy Webb. Now, and we turned to his wife, Jimmy Webb, do I know that guy? I didn't know that. She goes, Yes, Glenn, you met oh him in 1968. And he, ah, Jimmy Webb. Okay. I met him in 1968. And the, the concert was, was great. But for the whole concert, I was just clutching the, the yeah. thing, thinking, I know how ill this guy really is. And then there was a bit he's doing dueling banjos with his daughter and he, he just, He was just in the wrong fret, and he's playing the whole thing a semitone too high, and it was, and he forgot the words. After the
4: interview, didn't he try to come home with you?
1: Oh God, he came home with me and my producer. He left with us, and we had to go. No, no, Glenn, Glenn, that's your wife over there. Will you go back? Uh, Oh, it was awful. uh, it was awful. But
3: on the plus side, you must have had a trustworthy demeanor.
1: Oh God, yeah! I uh, <laughs> stole his wallet. It was incredible. <laughs> have you seen that film about him? I'm I'm, I'm Glenn Campbell. I'm still here. I'm still me. That's me in the corner. That's no. me in the spot. So it's a it's a heartbreaking film about that last tour. Mm. And by that, they have to cancel the last few dates and the last few concerts he plays. He's just—he's obviously frustrated because his hands are going, and he and he's just shouting at the band on stage, and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: yeah."
3: I'll be me. Were they? Did he? Were his handlers just milking every last little bit of? Glen Campbell juice oh, out of it. I
1: think they were doing it. I, th- I think they were doing it with love. It was his family. It was his wife and his kids. Were, the band was made up of his kids. Uh, and because
3: Alzheimer's apparently playing music, music, listening to music, that kind of brings you back and yeah. that awakenings sort of uh, way. The
1: music, uh, it was. I think that was kind of keeping him alive. Yeah. For, so that for was the therapy aspect. Yeah, but, it was, but it was diminishing bit, returns. It was a little bit rough. Mm. I, I don't think that should have happened. Why were you at Abbey Road? Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Ooh.
3: Yeah. No, there's not an embargo on that. <sighs> oh, God. Yeah.
1: I really thought we'd gone about Puckrick's Blacklist. Well, <laughs>
3: You'll which know by the, when the way, on
1: is a great name for a show. Now you're, now you're back in the groove. Oh, yeah. Puckrick's Blacklist. I like that. That works.
3: All right. Good. <laughs> um, I was at Abbey Road because I was recording, I was participating in a podcast, which was interesting. Yeah. But what was really interesting was I, Got sort of adopted by this man who's worked there since 1970. Paul
1: McCartney. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> no. Okay.
3: But he is—he's in charge of all of the technical stuff. Oh, wow. So he's in charge of things like microphones and
5: cables, the, the, the
3: cables and the 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 reel to reel, the eight track, the four track, the four, the two four tracks that they had to hook together yeah. in order to record Sgt. Pepper. Pepper's. Yeah. Um, the the actual microphones that oh. George and Paul and John sang into and, oh, the piano that um, Penny Lane was was played upon. Yeah, went into Studio 2, touched touched the various instruments that (laughs) the the pop gods had done their magic on.
1: Lennon's heroin-induced spit may still be on there.
3: There wasn't any heroin-induced spit but what there was in the vinyl cutting room, because they actually have a room where they make the the original vinyl discs that they used to ship off to the record factories, there was a very interesting ceramic cold cream jar that said boots on it in a very sort of 60s script. And the, the... technical guy he was showing me around he'd worked there since 1970 he said oh yeah this jar has been here since uh, since before i came and it was the thing that they used to have like the acetate like the acetone that they'd stick their cotton buds into and ben wipe Nick. the goo off of the the needle that would cut the grooves into the discs yeah, oh, so hey. yeah this was it and the thing that was so sweet was he was showing me like he was it, like Opening the crown jewels, opening Sorry. these drawers that would... <laughs>
1: that means something different over
3: here. <laughs> opening these drawers that had all of the microphones that, you know, each microphone cost 80,000 pounds. And this other microphone was 100,000 pounds. And you could see that all the younger whippersnappers who were passing him in the hallway had this sort of, you know, kind of affectionate, like... There he goes again. <laughs> oh. he, you know, he, he's, got, he's got a soft touch there because I was just sort of nodding and of smiling at everything. But it was great yeah. because I, you know, I saw, I saw the stuff.
1: I'm embarrassed. I said induced. I meant infused. Didn't hear anything you said in the past three minutes. So I'm thinking, <laughs> I said induced. I meant infused. Do
4: you know what? It's fine. It's
1: not fine, Catherine. This is why we're losing listeners.
4: Aaron does induce spit doesn't it it does work you
3: could have just covered yes. that over we would never have known nice. I, I, I thought that it worked as well nice. I said it oh. because I thought but now I think uh, I know I just thought maybe you get really wet lips when you when,
1: you, when, you, when you're when, when you're on the brown when, when you're
3: you <laughs> yeah when you're on the golden brown
1: what was the podcast
3: it was a pilot, so I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Oh, that's on oh, un- bongo, right? Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Look
1: at you with your secret plans.
3: Now, listen. What- it was uh, it was pop. It was basically pop gossip. So I found myself talking about the time I was at Elton John's house for dinner, and I hope I wasn't too rude to Elton because, frankly, I'd like another invitation. Yeah,
1: me too. I uh, I've I've spoken I've spoken to Elton John, as you know, Catherine.
3: Yeah, it was a very very intimate. It conversation. was a, it was
1: a fate. And I was looking at the bouncy castle and I was trying to see where you got a ticket for the bouncy castle for my kids. And I went, sorry, mate, do you know who's in charge of the bouncy castle? And it was Elton John who was sat behind me on a bench. And he went, uh, no, I think the person's gone, actually. I think that may be them Are over you there. No,
3: having a laugh? No, no,
1: I'm not. I am not. And that very, that, the, the, and, and that was, then he got up and was wandering around and everyone was being very cool going... It's Elton John over there, but I'm going to look in the other direction. What I don't was Elton
3: John doing at a fete? I'll
1: tell you later. All but right. then he made the mistake of sitting down in the middle of the fete. Boom. There were, and all the mums suddenly went, oh, could, I get, could I get a picture? And I, uh. and I would not normally do this. But I thought, you know what? Sod it. So I grabbed my son, who was seven at the time. said, boy, come and stand with me. Elton, do you mind? Could we get a picture of you with my son? <laughs> and my son's there going... Who's this guy? Uh. So it doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Yeah. Thank you very much, Elton. Oh. Thank you, thank you. It's like Santa
4: in a tracksuit.
1: It's a great... <laughs> it's a great picture love a bit of Elton, though.
3: But he's, you know, he's sort of testy and touchy, so I can't believe that he was mm. mellow enough to go along with your oh, schemes and dreams. I think he was having a forcibly happy time. I let six oh, or okay. seven
1: people test the water before I went in for that picture. Yeah, I know that I could were... have
3: been the straw that broke yeah. the camel's back. It's
1: like, it's like playing Kaplunk or Buckaroo. you,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you you've got to take that risk. You've got to take
1: the risk. Now, what are you doing? Because you, you didn't even want to come on tonight. There was a weird no. moment outside where you're going, uh, am I coming? Do you want me? I'm in next week. I didn't Do want to want me- presume.
3: I didn't want to presume because Catherine and I said so we're sort of organizing your life behind your back. It. Yeah. So we had already had a conversation. Although Catherine, you say that Ian was fully part of.
1: I was this. not told that you were coming in next Thursday. Next,
3: next yeah, Thursday. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. no, I wasn't. Yeah. No, that is it's
4: I, actually in the diary.
1: Yeah. Your diary. Yeah. Yeah. It's in your diary. You told me, excuse me, Katie. Yeah. You did, told this, me. I did tell you. You told me. This is, but this is, no, because it makes it sound like we're doing a thing when you go off, Mike, and I'm not doing a thing. This Camera is, one,
4: this, I'm doing a thing. This is <laughs> real.
1: You told me she wanted to come in tonight and interview me because I'm a celebrity. I'm a very that famous. Was
4: after I'd already told you about the other thing. And then
1: you said, she was, mm-hmm. then you said, oh, she's, then she's going to talk about the thing no, uh, no, I that think she's night.
4: She's going
3: to
1: come on, I said. Wow. You, oh, wow. Excuse me one so, second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go. God,
3: there so rude. we go. But but we can talk about the fact that I did come in expressly to interview you before the show.
1: Is that not um bongoed.
3: No. That was
1: a, what is that? What did I just talk to you for?
3: You talked to me for an article I'm writing for The Guardian Guide. Okay. About feuds. Oh,
1: I like the Guardian Guide, and my um, ex-father in law reads that. I could be back in the good books again. This is great. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So feuds, because yes. I was in the jungle with a bunch of A-holes. Yeah,
3: so you you I'm sort of casting the commentators for my article, so I needed like a gossip expert, and I needed, you know, somebody who worked in gossip magazines, I needed somebody who was a television producer and, you know, all that sort of thing, every aspect of the analysis. And then you are my token reality television star. Thank you very
1: much indeed, you see. Thank you. And what what part are you playing in the article, Catherine? Oh, you're not in it. Oh, mate. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a shame. That's a shame. Sorry, I didn't realise otherwise I wouldn't have mentioned it on the radio
4: well I mean technically yeah, if I hadn't have organised it you wouldn't be in it so it
1: doesn't even make sense
4: yeah it does well, K- no, it's me and if I had no, passed it on we wouldn't be well, here
1: ok well if you hadn't passed so, it on actually
4: very important person yes, that's my role it's if, true if
1: you hadn't passed <laughs> it on you'd have been a bad friend to two people well <laughs> Katie's
4: got a write up. She may rue the day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, now, you're coming to see Kelsey Grammer on Sunday? Yes. Are there, have you got any questions? I'm hosting an evening with Kelsey Grammer. It's going to be very, very strange. Have you got any questions? Loads of people on Facebook went, why would I, why would I want to go and see him? He's a Trump supporter. Oh, is he? Yeah, he is. Big one.
3: Interesting. But I
1: said... Well, but, I'm not really gonna, I don't really care. I'm gonna mm. talk to him about Frazier and cheers and stuff like that. And the thing,
3: you know, the funny thing is, is I don't think about his political leanings, nor do I think about his fantastic television work. Oh. All I think about is, doesn't, I think about, doesn't he have some weird fetishes or, oh. um, like, isn't there some, oh, maybe I'm just getting it confused <laughs> with the fact that he was married to a woman who had some sort of bowel problems. <laughs>
1: Right, so hang on, you're confusing the spouse of an IBS IBS. patient with a pervert.
3: Yes.
1: (laughs) You think he's into colostomy bags and stuff.
3: Well... Wow. I wonder... (laughs) See, this is is the kind of fairyland that makes my world so enjoyable to live in. He used to be a regular on Howard Stern. Okay. And there used to be a lot of very kind of gritty and gnarly discussion points. But maybe it did just boil down to IBS yeah. and farting. Okay. And maybe my sensibility was just a little bit too delicate to handle it.
4: We'll ask
6: him.
3: I know exactly what's going to happen. Sunday, you'll go blank.
4: And you'll be thinking, don't say don't say it, don't say it. Oh, colostomy bag. You're a dirty coprophile. <laughs> Hot Carl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what do you... Do you want to go now? I don't know this... is. Because what well, do you want? Do you want to stay for an oh, hour? Do you want to go? I, uh,
3: do I want to go? Yeah, go. I, I probably should go wow. because wow,
1: incredible scenes here. I'll
3: get you a car. <laughs> Let's make no. it a bit less awkward. Well,
1: no, but it, make sure you do because our guest last night, Nettie Baker, Ginger Baker's daughter. She's brilliant. You'd love her. You would. You got her a car, and then then she got the train home because you messed up the car. I didn't
4: mess up the car. Was there a the car for her? her down. Was there
1: a car for the her? The car
4: was arriving, so I said, "Okay, here's your car." And then it's cancelled.
1: I don't think they can find...
3: they keep doing to you, didn't they? It's just because I took too long to come down from the third floor.
1: What, when we got a car for you? Yeah. That's not what she said before, is it?
3: That's not what... What did I say before?
1: You... I'm going to have to press that cough button again. You just said that you got a message that was on its way, and then they cancelled. You never did. We say
3: we said maybe that was what had happened because it you was were terrible. No, I would have said what had happened. I don't remember now, but it all oh. I know is that I. What I'm saying is, I went ding dong. I'm here, and then I walked downstairs, and they weren't there anymore. So that's why I'm now saying they probably thought I took too long to wow. She's down in my little trotters.
4: what she's doing there is taking the blame herself when actually we know that it was their fault. Um, yeah.
1: Okay. They or, didn't.
3: They is, didn't hang around for me. Like was I supposed to be waiting? I don't know what the protocol is. Obviously, I tell
1: you. Put, while Catherine's sorting that, put your headphones on because we're going to make you work for a little bit. Let's let's. Where are they? Oh, here, uh, right if you follow that lead, there will be. Um, Hello. Oh, hang on a minute. Don't tell me. All right. Can you put those through to lines one and two for us, please? Because, and I'll re- reset the computer in a second. Let's make you work for a little bit. All right. Um, there we go. Let's go to Alan. Good evening, Alan.
7: Hi, I'm Mark. Hi, Katie. Hi. Yeah, no, tell you what, my mum's done so
1: well with the physio today. Alan's mum has been to see the physio today.
3: Very good. What, what part of her body is being manipulated?
1: Well, we, it's a long story, Katie. Yeah, don't give... Yeah, don't.
3: Okay.
4: You, did, you did ring up and offer it. Your training aim is to get her to the garage door, is that right?
1: She's achieved it today. She Ooh. got
0: to the garage door! All oh,
4: right. This is incredible! What, what, what's in the garage, dare I ask?
1: Dad's body.
0: No, we got a rickshaw.
3: A rickshaw? What? Which is my
1: dad's. Oh, so is the, is the next stage her to pull that to start earning her keep again?
7: No, we're going to try and get on a mobility
1: scooter. Okay, that's probably a little bit easier. Well, that that could tow a rickshaw. I don't really know how these rickshaws work. <laughs> Why has your dad got a rickshaw, Alan? Because he was going to use it to pedal to the allotment. Of course he was, Alan. Thank you very much. I'm glad Mum's doing better. Let's go to... <laughs> oh we, this, we'll take one more call, then we're going to take a break, and then you can go. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> let's go to Nigel. Good evening, Nigel. Hello, Nigel. Flippin' neck man, Alan, you still there? Yep, still, yeah, still there. Okay, put the phone down, mate. There we go. Right, that's that. <laughs> this, I got no idea. This right. is right. this is the late night alternative. So we're going to see you next Thursday.
3: Yeah, I I have a job actually that I'm going to right now, which is to go home and write about. Japanese fart battles of the 17th century.
1: What? Why would you, why would, why would that not be your opening gambit? And why didn't you interview me for that? <laughs> for God's sake. Now, what is it based on? Strength or smell or?
3: It's based on just humiliation and a total lack of respect. <gasps> That's but what he does in here all the time. <laughs> Catherine. Fight battles. Yeah, I, do. I don't fight back. Right. So it's, it's passive aggressive with not, it's not so much. passive, it's just aggressive. Yeah. It's aggressive aggressive.
1: Um, well, I can't enter in any fart battles at the moment because I'm, I'm suffering from a bit of the Kelsey grammars. <laughs> Uh, I've got a very, very upset It He would be
4: st- one shot and he's done. All right, all right, let's Let's let's
1: laugh at a man who's disabled. Hey, do you know the world... You see, I didn't read the story, of course, just the headline. The World Health Organization are classing... If you're not getting enough sex, they're classing you as disabled.
3: Oh! Did you, re- did you read that? I knew there was really? a problem with me. There you
1: go, you do see. Do we get
3: blue badges? I
1: think so. Great. There's, I'll dig it out and investigate it a little bit further. So
3: you get to park right next to the front door of yeah, wherever you're
1: going. Of course. Course. That's true. It's a
3: true thing. Because you're not getting your leg over. It's a true thing. you got to get something out of it.
1: There's got to be, for God's sakes. Um, Alright, uh, Katie's going to be here next week. In the meantime, the show continues. 344 499 This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with that man, Ian Lee. <laughs>
8: There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. have never sent my picture to anyone
0: who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk radio
1: yes mm. here we go, here we go. the cat 's away, the mice are going to be running all over the show oh we 've got some good news as well, some good news about um, uh, katarina Boyle, which i will I will allow her. To, uh, to say when she comes in Um Katie's gone, she's back next week Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number, it's a late night phone in show, unlike any other phone in show in the world, in that we're not going to sit here and tell you what you have to talk about sure, we'll sit and chat sure, we'll kind of do some stuff from the papers and some stuff that's happened to us throughout the week, but you're very welcome to call in with your own bibs and bobs as well, it's entirely up to you what we talk about. It can be light-hearted, it can be silly, it can also be heavy as well. If you switched off because the show was getting too heavy, well, the laughs is back, but we can still do the slightly darker stuff. The phone number, free for most of you to call, pennies at most, and we call you back. The phone number is 03444991000. And that, dear listener, he said, about to use a talk radio cliche, is the number that Dan dialed. Good evening, Dan.
9: Are yeah. right,
1: doing? I'm very well, Dan. What can you do for us this evening?
9: Well, I, well, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> Are
1: you on speakerphone? Oh, there you go. Is that bad? Uh, uh, where where do you get off, you people? What do you mean, where do you get off? You people. You people. <laughs> where do you we, get off? What do you mean? Where's your Where's your manners? Well, you know, it's just easier to hear, I guess. No, 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 no. Where's your manners? What on earth makes you think that it's acceptable to phone a speech radio show and be on speakerphone, knowing that, yeah, it might be easier for you, you can scratch your balls, you can have a cup of tea, that we can't hear you?
9: Yeah, but I've done it before and you didn't complain. I haven't wronged this show in about a year. I don't know if you remember this.
1: No, of course I don't. Why would I remember a guy, a rude guy, from a year ago, that hasn't even got the manners to hold the telephone in his hand?
9: I did actually
1: have it on my hand, but I had it on speakerphone. So you Um, had it on speakerphone, but you were still holding it. Well, then, what's the point of having it on speakerphone? How difficult is it to move it the four inches from in front of your face to your ear and use it like a normal telephone? That's a long way. You, d- well, see, do you remember my Chris Tarrant impressions or not? No, of course I don't. I bet they were awful. <laughs> they were. Right, so a year ago, you phoned in and did Chris Tarrant impressions. Yeah,
9: and then I did a Barry from Watford one, and then you tried to get Barry from Watford on the phone, and then I think my phone, like, died of battery, and I just never
1: called again. I remember why I'm not remembering now, because you're one of the yeah. dullest, rudest callers there that there had the misfortune to speak to. Well, no, I'm not I'm not Alan Caddick, but yeah, there you go. Yes, Dan, what can we do for you tonight? Um, I don't know. I just right, thanks very much for your call. Unbelievable. Here's my tip, right, for anybody that is going to phone in a show on talk radio, especially my show, the Late Night Alternative Weeknights from ten. Okay, it's a phone, right? We're not on the Apprentice. We're not on the Apprentice. Right. It's not, hello, can you hear me? It's a phone. There's, there's, there's a tiny little bit there. That's for your ear. And there's, there's a tiny little microphone there. That's, that's, that's for your, your voice. Right. And, and they're designed brilliantly. You put that bit next to your ear. And look, you see that bit is right near, right near my mouth. It's incredibly well designed. Incredibly well designed. If you're ever phoning my show and I phoned you find that you're on speakerphone or wearing a headset, cutting you off. Hmm. Um, oh, he's here... He's here to celebrate Gay Pride Month. It's the greatest month to be alive in. Celebrating gay brothers and sisters, members of the transgender community. Whoa, whoa. LGBTQ plus and the other letters. Happy, 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 happy Pride Month. It's Ken in Newcastle. Happy Pride Month, Ken.
10: Thank you very much, Ian. Thank you must you be... Much. How
1: are you celebrating Gay Pride Month? They've got a whole month. Aren't you jealous? I'm jealous. How are you celebrating no, it, Kim' They're entitled
10: to do with the one. I mean, that's up to them. I mean, I, 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 that's entirely... And how are you How, are you, how are you
1: celebrating Gay Pride Month?
10: I won't be celebrating it in any way at
1: all, but oh. that's up to them. You won't be the celebrating speech, it?
10: Pre-religion, pre-sex... You
1: won't be celebrating, well, I'm, I'm celebrating it? I'm celebrating it. We we
10: we're not
1: uh, intolerant. I I thought you you weren't going to phone this radio station anymore because it was a platform for um, gay propaganda.
10: No, James Wales show, but uh,
1: this show, trust me, buddy, this show's gayer than James's. Oh, it's so much gay! If only you knew how gay this show was. Much much gayer than James's. Okay, that's entirely up to you. It uh, is. It is. It is. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You said we can phone about anything, so
10: I, Yeah, I but if you're just you if
1: you're just phoning about Jesus So uh, are you not
10: being honest? Are you not honest? You can't phone about anything?
1: Um you can, but I have the right so, to, to I have the right to tell you that I'm not interested in it. So you told a lie? No, I didn't. No, no I didn't no no, no, no know, I didn't. No, 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 I didn't tell know. a lie. I said you could phone about anything. You phoned you about anything, something heavy, and I'm not interested in it.
10: To talk about the coming war? Oh, for I God's sake! Ken,
1: I, Ken, I don't want to hear about your war.
10: See, you so you tell lies? No, I don't you, tell you lies. Don't lie free
1: you don't like? No, no you there's okay, no such I won't thing, call Ken. You back. Ken, there's no such. Don't put the phone down, like like the coward you are. Well, let's have this out. There's no such thing as okay. free speech. It doesn't exist. You know, free speech doesn't exist.
10: Well, no, the the war was fought for nothing. You, that no, you know,
1: free speech doesn't exist. Who told you that? It's a fact, and I can oh. prove it to you. Go ahead then. Right, there, there is you. You can say what you can say stuff, but there are consequences. Yes. Certain things you say can get you put in prison. Now, if you class that as free speech, well, then then good luck to it. Yes. Right, but you can't say certain things on the radio. You know that, don't you? Correct. Thank you. you so
10: you can't you can't promote hatred or warfare or things like that. But That's yet you seem to law. promote
1: hatred all the time. No, I don't, know I no, promote no. the love of Jesus. You don't. You're a horrible old bigot, <laughs> Ken. And I you keep promising me, loving. you keep promising me that you're never going to phone me again, and then you just can't resist. You can't resist. Well, listen, trust me, Ken. If you if you're not phoning James's show because it's a, a, a hotbed of gay propaganda, boy, oh boy, oh boy, you do not know how gay this show is. This is. The gay, slightly closeted, but the gayest show on the radio, Ken. Um, and I don't want to hear your bigotry. I don't want to hear your nonsense. I don't want to hear any of that. Yes, I would say the same thing to a Muslim gentleman who is promoting the same kind of stuff. I'm not anti-Christian. I love Christians. I love Muslims. I love Jews. I just don't like bigotry and hatred. Why do you hate Christians? I don't. I, if you if you heard me, Ken, I said. I did hear you. Yeah, if you told a lie again. I said I'm not. I'm not a liar, Ken. I said I don't you hate, you hate Christians. Tell a lie. You hate Jesus. No. You hate me, hate... Here we go. I don't hate you, Ken. I love you. Um, <laughs> this is your problem. You don't listen, right? I don't hate Christians. I don't hate Christians. I don't hate Christians. I don't hate Christians. I don't hate Jesus. I don't believe in Jesus, but I don't hate him, and I don't hate you, Ken. So where's the lie in that, mate?
10: Do you mock Jesus? Yes, I do. Well, that's hatred, No, it's
1: it? not. No, it's not. I mock my mum, and I love her. But I mock my mum. I mock Catherine, and she's your my... Mother, I right? mock... Why would you
10: mock, your mother? Because, because, why she... you mock your mother?
1: Because she enjoys it, Ken. Because she enjoys it, Ken. Because she enjoys oh. it, Ken. I mock Catherine. Catherine's my best friend. I'm, I'm totally in love with her as my best friend. Oh. I mock her. Yeah, you can mock people you love, mate, or you can mock people you're indifferent to, and you can mock people you don't believe in.
10: Oh. Oh, that's entirely up to yourself. Oh, God, Ken, you're a a broken record and you're very tedious.
1: Thanks so much for your call. I look forward to you not calling again for quite a long time. This, dear listener, is Talk Radio.
8: It's electric, it's eclectic, it's always rule-free. It's the
0: late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. (laughs) On Talk Radio.
1: Why why would we expect so now? Is have we got, have we got another ad? Hang on a minute, let me get this right. So, computers, guys, who'd work with computers? So I've got the twenty-two ad. Is that gone, or is it just the ad? Just the ad. Come on, you might come on the microphone. Let's have a chat. Let's do. Let's do this on the air. Nigel James, stay there. So what... Oh, God, now I've given you the problem of finding out which fader does that microphone. I got it. I okay. Got it. Um, so what, what we have... Go on.
5: ...is we have... We've just take, we've taken, obviously, the main outbreak, the 20-pass break. Yes. We've just taken the promo break. Yeah. And now we have one more before the one that leads up okay. to
1: Okay. Do you know what? Next time I do that, just 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 go into the ads. Just go... Drop the promo. The promo is the least important bit. So if I, d- if I go about 10, 38, 39... Just go into the ads. But we're all cool. We're all cool. cool. Let's go to... uh, Nigel, you're going to be up in a second. I want to go to James first. Hello, James. Hello, uh, James from Hammersmith. Hello. You're James from Hammersmith, yes. I'm Ian from Aylesbury. Good evening. (laughs) Welcome. Great. Um,
11: Great Now, if I were 50 metres away from my speakerphone, (laughs) wouldn't that be okay? No. Don't be on speakerphone. (laughs) But not at the centre of it.
1: No, don't be. <laughs> it was one hundred and fifty meters. If you're going to quote previous callers, get them get the measurements right. It's 100- one no, hundred fifty meters. It was one hundred and fifty meters. <laughs> if I paid, what?
11: If what? Sorry, if I paid, yes, to be close to my speaker. Thank
1: God. Do you know, we're not far from Hammersmith. I could be there in 20 minutes and give you a knuckle sandwich. (laughs) What the hell is wrong? You just escaped from a unit? What is wrong with you, man? Well, 50 metres... It was 150 metres! He was 50 metres... No, he was 150 metres from Stonehenge.
11: 50 metres, sir. No! I've checked Google Maps.
1: No, he said... Don't... He said he was 150 metres away from Stonehenge. From the edge. He said... He's referring to a call that most of you probably didn't hear that happened about three weeks ago where a guy said, to save money, you don't have to pay to go and see Stonehenge. Yeah, he was...
11: He he was begging his daughter and trying to do it nice and cheaply.
1: Yes, yes, and he was
11: 150 (laughs) metres away. I refer you to the tape, sir.
1: Okay, go on then. 50 metres. Right. 50 metres. <laughs> right. Can someone on Twitter, someone on Twitter, it was 150 metres. Every, no, no. I, I know it was, because loads of people were then quoting 150 metres to me. No, he
11: quoted 50.
1: No, he didn't.
11: I've got it on my computer, mate. Let's play it. Hear it. Let's hear I've got it now. Transcript. Let's hear it. <laughs> I can't do that to the phone. We can, we can wait. That, that would require uh, Huawei technology.
1: <laughs> Huawei technology? Well, I don't think it would. <laughs> I will let you find the clip that you claim to have because uh, I'm going to prove you wrong, buddy. <laughs> anyway, uh, but you and your
11: family went to the centre, didn't you?
1: We didn't, no, 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 we didn't go to the center, but we went closer. You, you than, said you did. Jesus, I did not say that. <laughs> I said. No, you didn't. No, right. Flipping, Eckman. No, I I'm said. I'm misquoting you deliberately. Okay, I'm going to misquote you with my fists in a minute. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> very, very, very. It's a very violent phone call. That, no, it's not, annoying, yes, but very, very. I don't mention fists.
11: You're the one who keeps mentioning fists. I keep going babe. to fist well, you, uh, you,
1: to punch you. You and your family were at
11: the center. We weren't. your high, high paid DJ job, and this man was 50
1: meters he, away. No, we weren't at the centre, but we were closer <laughs> than the 150 meters that he talked 50, about. 50? 150? 50? 150. 75. 150? No, I'm not, I'm not haggling with you. Go away, you weirdo. Like, now we'll take that break, please. Thank you very much. Experience the unconventional. Even, boss. The unpredictable. What's up to me? And the completely
0: unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The late-night alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On talk radio.
1: Right. Where, where is Catherine? She's just, like, having a laugh with her, with her best mate. I think I can make a phone call on this. Here we go. Right. So let's call Catherine and see. Uh, I don't think she's as committed to this show as I would like her to be. One, two. Right. Let's give her a call. Let's see. Uh, how do I? Hang on. There we go. There we go incredibly slack attitude i apologize if her first words aren't i'm sorry then I'm, I'm furious i got the right number yeah i got the right number why is she not even answering this is incredible
0: welcome to give guff's voicemail the person you're calling can't take your call at the moment
1: please nigel leave nigel leave a mass message for Catherine message
0: by pressing hash at any
1: time
12: Hello? Hello, Catherine, it's Nigel. Ian
1: Lee wants you to ring him back as soon as possible. Don't forget, ring in as soon as you get in and ring him. There we go, perfect. Nigel, can I ask a favour? All right, Catherine. Every time you call us, could you start the phone call in the one bit of your place where you live where you've got a phone signal? Because we seem to spend a lot of time not hearing you and then you going, oh, I'll go to the kitchen.
12: I am in the kitchen. Well, why can't we hear you? Well, is that better? I've just turned my head. That's better, isn't it? <laughs> that, I can hear you. Okay.
1: That is... That is better. Right, okay.
12: I've got one yet. Yeah, someone's written me a new Miley Cyrus song. Someone's what? A new Miley Cyrus.
1: I can't... Someone, Nigel, I can't...
12: I can't, I can't, written, I can't
1: song. Nigel, I can't hear you, mate. Your phone keeps breaking oh. up.
12: Somebody's written me a, a, a Miley Cyrus song, a new one.
1: Okay, do you want to sing it for us?
12: Yes, on the internet now. All I've got to do is read it. Uh, I, I've got to just read it, read it out. Okay. Okay. So I'll far away. <laughs> okay, I'll far away.
1: Um,
12: here we go. Are you ready?
1: Not well. I suppose so. Make it quick.
12: Yeah, this is it's, it's, it's amazing. It's
1: just, one of my just,
12: fa- Facebook is, friends, Paul uh, right Okay. Before. Here Let's, we go then. Yeah, here we go. Uh, when I'm sitting in the bathtub and the day has just begun, I'm thinking of my true love and dancing in the sun. Thinking of Mary Sarah, she sets me up for the day. Thinking of Mary Sarah, she takes all my worries away. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I'm on the way to Maystone, I'm set up entertain. I meet up my Mercedes and cycle home again. <laughs> it's a good thing. Huh? Just, the second chorus is, uh, she's just the best, the best, Googling Marley Cyrus, good. I've her name in my vest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm on the way to Maystown, I set to entertain. I meet up with my friend Sadie and we cycle home again. Thinking of Miley Cyrus, she sets me up for the day. Yeah. Thinking of Miley Cyrus, she takes my worries away.
1: Wow, that's, uh, those are words, those are words. It's not bad, is it? It's, it's not, not It's not great either.
12: No, but I can't, I can't, I've got no tune to follow. I'm just making a tune well, out as I yeah, go.
1: It was like jazz and it was beautiful, Nigel. The, yes. Thank you, thank you very uh, much. That's the
12: first time I've ever sung it. Did and you, you c- record it?
1: No, I didn't, Nigel. I'm afraid I didn't have any blank tapes, I'm afraid. Let's go to uh, Chris. Good evening, Chris.
13: Hey, guys, Jelly Chris.
1: Uh, Jelly Chris
13: is in the house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm glad oh, like that to see that after you coming on the show, hang on a minute, hang on just wait there, Chris. Where have you been? You've been gone for an hour. No, and why didn't you take your phone with, with you? I have my uh, laptop. Right. I've given Nigel Skyver. from Aidstone. Skyver, yeah, exactly. This is Chilly Chris calling you a Skyver. Hi, he's Hi, a grafter. Chris. I've given Nigel from Aidstone your phone number.
4: Why?
1: So that, because you were annoying me not coming back. Oh,
4: right, that's cool. When he
1: phones me, I'll give him your number. Fine. Okay.
4: Well, fine. fine. And your address. For, <laughs> absolutely,
1: absolutely fine, because he's got your address. And he's got your bust size. Gosh, there we go. <laughs> That's more than
4: anyone can handle.
1: There we Well, uh, uh yeah, uh, okay. Uh, it's been a really awful show since you've been gone. I bet. I'm so glad you've come back. You've, I, I, I don't What's say happened? this. Is there any,
4: any F bombs,
1: um, two F bombs, three C's, and an MF.
4: Wow, yeah, just yeah. from you.
1: No, from Chilli Chris. It's, it's <laughs> outrageous.
4: I know it's terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only joking. It's been a great show. We've had some great times. 11 10:31, uh, uh, there's a video for you about speaker phones. I made a little video. 10:30 starts it okay. at, starts at 10:31. It's a little speaker phone rant. Get the social to put that out. We're going to re-educate people how to phone in a phone-in show. Very, very, very funny video. Uh, Chris, <laughs> you're live on Talk Radio. What can we do for you tonight, mate?
13: Just calling in a uh, uh, one quick simple thing was Ken is definitely an idiot and I completely agree with you, Ian. We, I love everybody. Uh, one of my best friends is a Christian, although I don't particularly believe in the beliefs. You know, uh, um, he, he's, he's a lovely guy, but you also get mental ones. Okay, like, but uh, I, Ken, listen, listen
1: I'm just—I'm not telling you off. I just want to roll back from calling Ken an idiot because he's not here, and, and I know what you mean. Um, but he's not here, and, but, it, Ken, Ken okay, doesn't, I no, 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 no that's cool, I know, yeah. I know, I know, I'm not telling you off, uh, uh, um, but, but Ken doesn't listen, Ken accuses me of lying and saying things that aren't true, I don't hate Christians, I don't hate Christians, yeah, yes, exactly, I mock, yeah, yeah. I mock Jesus, but I also mock, um, Allah a little bit, not quite so much, I think we all know why, but I mock,
13: organized, organized religion in itself. I mock uh, religion, and, bit, yeah. and then when Ken said,
1: <laughs> do you mock your mum, yeah, of course I do, why would you do that? Because she enjoys it. She enjoys it She's when I when I gently rib her.
13: Exactly, with humor's uh, the way forward for many people in dark times. What what lifts you up better than humour, you know? Yes, exactly.
1: So I'm not anti-Christian, not anti-Muslim, not anti-Jew. I'm I'm exactly. I'm I'm pro everything apart from hatred, man. I love the gays, I love the bi's, I love the trans. Exactly.
13: Um, the, I love I love like, the
1: queers. The queers—that's what the Q stands for. You can say it in that. I love the I love them all, man.
13: Say, mate, I love everybody. It's just people like Ken or I don't. I don't hate him. Um, um, It's as you say, you know. I love everybody. Um, I'd rather not have people like him in my company, and you know, but by all means, if if Ken ever needed a cuddle and whatnot, I'll be there. Um, And also, (laughs) yeah, you can phone
1: in about anything, but you will be challenged on it if I disagree with it, and if I don't like it, I'll ask you to move on. So it's not a lie. You can phone in about anything, but I've got to keep this show interesting. And talking about a holy war that ain't ever gonna come. Uh, Ain't interested. How's the chilli business, CC? Uh,
13: It's going well. I I injured my back um, about a week ago quite badly and uh, I've had had to have a week's bed rest but uh, today uh, I've managed to get on with some more repotting and they're doing absolutely fantastic. Uh, We've got our first first little load of fruit coming in so within the next four weeks we'll have a a lovely little harvesting, but,
4: uh, yeah. I've got a chilli joke for you, if you want. Oh, I know, Ooh, uh, I then, know this joke,
1: on. Chris. I know this joke. This is a great joke. You're going to love this. This is a great joke.
4: How do you know when a chili's being nosy? Go for it. When it's your business.
13: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't get that one. I, I, lo- I love cheesy jokes. It's one of my favourite things. No, no, it wasn't cheesy. Oh, it, was, it was a chilli joke. It wasn't cheesy. <laughs> Add a cheese on it. There you go. I have it like a chili con carne. Oh, the other
4: joke <laughs> I had was one I made up, which is a rude joke. Okay. Like, that's it. the one you're thinking of, isn't it? I think so, How, yeah. how do you, um, how can you work out what sex a chili is?
1: Yeah, this is it. What's that?
4: Does it have a... <laughs> does it jalapenos?
1: So <laughs> that sounds like, does it have <laughs> oh, a penis? Know. And yet yeah. you won't laugh at my, your Chernobyl
13: fallout <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would say, I would suggest is superior. I, don't I, know. Think I actually I, enjoyed it, yeah. I, I think was f- that on the podcast. They're <laughs> from
4: the same factory, the same joke joke factory.
13: Slight <laughs> <It's laughs> like seconds.
4: All right, Chris, thank you very much. Let's go to Andrew.
1: Good evening, Andrew. Hi there. Are you on speakerphone? Oh, well done. Hello. Oh, thank you very oh, much indeed. Oh, I just, have I you mean... not been, have you been listening to the show? Yeah. Right. What did I say to the other Andrew?
9: Turn the speakerphone
1: off. Right. And you, you you were on you were on speakerphone. I wasn't. My thingy was on. Radio was on. Uh. What are you on now? A bad phone line. Thank you very much for your call, Andrew. It's appreciated. Let's go to Andre. Good evening, Andre. Hi, right now, mucker. Thank what? you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one. That was me. Guess what? Well, you've got Hello? thirty. You've got thirty seconds, Andre, to do the same oh, old yeah. boring shtick.
11: Yeah, I've been on the ladder. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I'll see you in ten minutes.
7: Conversation, you? Did you? Did you? I
1: can't, uh, well, someone put forward the theory that since we've moved, the phone lines aren't as good. Mm. Um, I, I have no evidence to support that, apart from, what do they call it, sacrificial evidence.
4: No.
1: Ex- excremental, what do they call it? Mm. You know the word I'm thinking of? Apocryphal. No, when it's, it's like...
4: Circumstantial.
1: No, it's, it's like circumstantial. We've had this conversation before about this very same word. When it's uh, uh, When it's evidence... So um, it's not circumstantial. That what is it when it's based on people's experiences? It's not. Check, it's not being checked out.
4: Anecdotal no, evidence.
1: No, no, no.
4: Okay.
1: It's not that. It's not anecdotal. It, can someone? Oh, I'm losing the will to to Speak. carry on. Mm. Someone on Twitter, anyway. Someone, so someone, I I think there might be something in that. I think there might be. I think they've, they've, um, um, uh, uh, I I, I, I don't understand that. No. No, it's not, it's not Michael Lush this time, Paul, but thank you. He's he's coming answering the question from last night's show. Anyway, there might be something in that, that the phone lines are not as good since we came to the new 25 million dollar uh, studio. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Andre, what did you want?
7: Yeah, just a hello And, uh, what was this hello
1: Okay, right. I couldn't hear a word no, of that. No,
4: that was even more garbled. Could you? not
1: hear a word of that. So we're just going to go to line one. Good evening, line one. Hello, Ian. Hello, you're on the air. Who is this, please?
14: Hi, me. It's Jamie.
1: Hello, Jamie. <coughs> Another Jamie. Okay, yes.
14: Uh, sorry, I phoned you before. Uh, I wanted to speak to you in some detail, really. Um... I'm having a few problems. Um, I I know you've had depression yourself and stuff. And uh, I've recently split up with my partner and I've got kids involved. I just wanted a bit of advice. It gets
1: better. It It gets better. That's the only advice I can say. It gets better. Uh, You just got to keep on keeping on, man, because it does get better. Everyone I know who's been through a divorce or a separation. It, uh, uh, tells me it gets better. I'm
14: only, I'm only three weeks in it. Exactly. My exactly. mum's bedroom, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, just, it's just wrecking me This is probably,
1: clothes. might right. not be, this is probably the lowest Sorry, it's going to get. Probably the lowest it's going to get. It might not be. There might be a little bit lower to get, but sitting in your mum's spare bedroom is, is pretty low, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. just got to keep on keeping on. You just got to get up every day if you can. You got to, um, you got to do what you got to do, and you got to be there for your kids, and it will get better. And, and that's it. That's all I've got, man. That's all I did. I, th- I kind of threw myself into work, which helped a lot. Doesn't help everyone, um, and I kept yeah. on keeping on, and it's better. It's not perfect, and I took a bit of a there's knock. No
14: contact oh my. That, 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 that's what I'm saying. It, it, it's radio talent. You know what I mean? There, there's no competition. How old are the kids? There's no competition. The, the kids. 11 and 13. Okay. The, was there,
1: was is, there, was is, there drugs is, involved? Was is, there violence involved? No, 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 Okay,
14: no, okay, no, i got to no, ask.
1: No, i got to no, ask. None of that, but
14: like I say, I work a full-time job. Time yeah. job uh, uh, it's been going bad for over a year, you know what I mean? We don't, when was
1: the last time you saw the kids? Probably about three weeks ago. Okay, all right. You
14: know what I mean? It's it, it, it killing me
1: because... Um, I've not seen the kids. You, you will see them. You will see them at some point. Hopefully it'll be soon. It might not be, but you need to, um, you need to make sure that whenever you get that phone call or that text from her or from them, you've got to make sure that you're ready, that you're sober, that you're fit and you're clean. I and mean, in terms of physically, you've had a wash and you're ready to go at any moment. It's not fair. It's really unfair. I'm assuming you haven't got the money to get legal over this. No. No, of course not. not, because of fortune, I, man. Don't, it's,
14: it's, I don't think it's gone that far yet, like... Okay. I, I just, I, I don't know what the next step is, if, it right, is, her, right, if it's... All that right. her,
1: write, each one of is, them a letter. Write her yeah. a letter, write each of your kids a letter. Whatever you do in the letters to your kids, do not slag their mum off. Yeah. Do not, however <laughs> much anger you've got, hatred, bitterness, whatever, I don't know, do not slag their mother off in that letter nah, to those kids? But
14: it, it, it ain't like that, mate. It, it, there, ain't, there ain't no bad animosity around like that. All right. Me, me and my partner's not been getting on for... Right. Well, then she should let you God, see your no, kids. That long. Yeah, yeah, it'll probably be like that, but I don't know how to move on. I've been in a relationship for 14 years. Yeah. The... the, the, the How do I cook ties? Do do I stay in a relationship that I'm not
1: happy with? Well, if you're not happy in the relationship, you've got... Listen, I've got to go because we're we're late for the news, but if you're not happy in the relationship, get out of the relationship, get out of the the partnered relationship, and work on a new relationship where she is the mum and you are the dad, and you're not together, but you are providing a united front for your kids. Yeah, no, that's not for
14: the first
1: It's, it's not really. It's all I. All I'm doing is kind of sharing what I. What I did and what I went through. Right. Um, it,
14: it, yeah. No. I know you've been through it, mate. That's why I was asking you. Get Thank
1: through you. this weekend. Well, Give us a call next week. What was, you, was it, Chris? Jamie. 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 Sorry, sorry. Sorry, Jamie. Sorry, Jamie. I just I've, seen Chris. I've, some, I've
14: some, before. Yeah. I've, I've, I've had a laugh with you before. I right? remember. So, I remember. So, I just. A I a just bit, saw Chris up, bit, up on a the bit screen. A point, That's get.
1: All. Do me a favor. Get through this weekend. And give us a call next week. All right, mate. And, mate and, and write those letters. You don't need to send them, but write those letters, because I think it will do your head some good. No, that's good. All right, mate. Take care. You, you got this. Cheers, buddy. 0344 499 Chris, stay there. A little bit late, but this is the news after some adverts on Talk Radio. Talk Radio.
15: Across the UK, online and on DAB, the wild
0: man of late night radio, Ian Lee,
8: differently interesting nocturnal emissions
0: from a legend of late night radio, on air and off the leash, the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Sork Radio. We'll get you. T- <laughs>
15: do me down the road, is where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on. Down this road that never seems to end. When you adventure lies just around the bend. So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home There's a world, that's waiting to unfold. A brand new tale no one has ever told. We've journeyed far, but I you know it won't be long. We're almost there, we've paid our fare with a hobo song. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on.
1: 0344 499 four, 1000. We're talking about Brian Wilson. Uh, that's all we've talked about. Let's go to Chris, and then, we, then we're going to crack on with the show. Good evening, Chris. Uh, good evening. Good evening, Chris. It's, it's over. It's, it's uh, approaching 10 days now where I've had rotten guts. Loose bowels. Loose bowels sink fowls.
8: I don't don't really want to know about that, really.
1: Okay, well... come to the wrong place. Uh, I I just thought I'd let you know. I just thought you wanted a little update on uh, my guts. uh, My rotten uh, guts. uh, Right. Okay, then. What you do with that information, Chris, is entirely up to you. I'll I'll, 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 I'll put it... um, Sit on it. No. I am.
8: Only just... do you know I'm what I done? Cr- I'm hovering over it. No. Do you know uh, what I done? wing, um, Wingers, a uh, radio host. No. When I, when I was l- listening to your show last night, yeah. Um, Nettie, and I, I didn't really really know much about cream. And I, I... It's
1: delicious. It's not good for you, though, is it? Oh, I... uh, my favorite cream. all right, and this is me, just for a second. I know you're talking about the <laughs> band, but I could I could net right I, now. I, I... Hello. I could neck right now, a tin of Tip Top.
4: Oh, do you remember Tip Top? Yeah, was uh, that not cream though?
1: It was. It was kind creamy. of. It's creamy. <laughs> it's creamy. I could <laughs> a can of Tip Top. Oh, flipper! No, I love I, Tip Top. I,
8: I, I preferred um, uh, what? What was the, Those chocolate things. Uh,
1: uh, uh, chocolates, Mars bars, Ice Magic. No. Carnation... What was it? Can, <gasps> carnation milk. I bought
4: some of no, that. They, condensed milk. Condensed milk. it. Oh. That's good
1: stuff. <laughs> I want to make love to some condensed milk. I use it to make
8: I, ice cream. I got, got a terrible memory. I'm sure I got... Um... Chocolates. No. I, I buy French chocolates. I oh, think. la
1: la. Le oh. français chocolat, chocolatier. Ah, oh, yes. Pardon? call it, 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 écoles it, la bambam? I, I, bom boom. Uh, Do you like to lick le boom, boom? The Française Jacques le boom, boom. Le numéro un. Jacques Le Don, le Français. boom, Pardonnez-moi, la, monsieur. Would you like to lick my boom, boom? Stop in, rude. No, no, it's the number, it's the number one chocolate in France. It's the, it's the advertising campaign. No, the, no, the, the best. Hello, Stop. excuse me, madame. Would you like to lick my boom, boom? That's the campaign. I thought it got a little bit dicey when it was, Hello, little boy. Would you like to lick my bum bum? But it doesn't mean what it means over here. It's a chocolate. It's a chocolate bar. In nope. the shape of an ass. <laughs>
4: When I was a little girl, we went to Italy, (laughs) and they used to sell crisps called Bum, called Bum Crisps, and you got a free Smurf sticker inside.
1: Oh, I bet you buried your face in bum, didn't you? Loved it. Cheesy as well, they were. I bet you stank a bum by the end of that trip.
4: Cheesy bum. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I was trying to think if there's like a product called Fanny or something, but I don't think Uh, there is. (laughs) I think there is. Yeah. I, I, Chris, uh, you, I, you've taken us down a rather sordid route. I'm mean, enjoying the banter, Chris, no, but I'm just going to ask you, you to hit you reverse. Like- hit reverse on the innuendo. Let's try and make it a little bit family friendly, if you don't mind, mate, okay? Uh, you you Let's keep you've it above, it above the waist. There
4: is a restaurant in London yeah. called Fanny's Kebabs.
1: Oh, I'm always in Fanny's. I'm huh. always in Fanny's. I go. I enter Fanny's as often as I can. I tell you what, Chris, the other night I entered what? Five Guys. I've never been in Five Guys before. Go on. I entered five guys. Well, well they, I've they never put happened. pork in you your
4: think. milkshake.
1: Yeah, I went inside five guys the other night, and boy, oh boy, it was delicious. I nearly went back in for more.
4: <laughs> Ten guys is too many for anyone. No, no,
1: no, that was too much. That was too, too much, too much. Uh, yes, it's too much. It's I, too much, Fanes, Fanes kebabes. Isn't it nice? And, uh,
8: when when I when when I was li- listening to the both of you the other evening, yes, and you were speaking French. Catherine can speak fluent French, yeah, and you you are doing really. I do apologise, Ian. Here we go. It's a lit a little bit. Um, right. Joke in French, isn't
1: right? It? Who who could you understand better, me or Catherine? Catherine, that, that's mm. rubbish, that's a lie. Oh. All right, I tell you what, you, all right, all right, Catherine's. Wait, Catherine is going to say something, say a long sentence in French. Mm. I will then say a long sentence in French, and then you tell us honestly, Chris, well, who you can understand better. Not that, <laughs> do, 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 do. Catherine, away Hang you go. On, uh,
4: let me think of something. Something got, like, she's
1: got to think. You see, I can yeah, just do it. I'm
4: gonna. Oh, He's, I, Sean
1: is right, by the way. A can of um Carnation evaporated milk over a can of Del Monte fruit oh. cocktail. Oh, that's it's no need of that. Okay, I apologize. Okay. that was rude. I, I, I take that back. I take that back.
4: Viens, mon sur mon She's reading this. Retiens les de ta patte et laisse-moi plonger Okay,
1: Chris, what was kath tra- talking about there? Please, I'm reading. No. You don't know, do you? Okay, well, let's try my French. Uh, bonjour, monsieur, avec vous une automobile pour moi et ma wife, so we make love dans la backseat pour le holiday, <laughs> la vacation. <laughs> Uh, Who? What was I talking about, Chris? Well, you being, um... What was I talking about? Well, you... What was I talking about? Um... What was I talking about?
8: You was talking about, um... Chris? Say it again, sorry.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Monsieur. Bonjour Monsieur.
8: Bonjour Monsieur. Avec silence, silence, Pardon, I, m- I can't speak silence, silence. 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 Silence.
1: Silence. 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 So I, c'est ma pin, monsieur. <laughs> I can't
8: speak French
1: Right, exactly, and I'm, I'm about to prove to you that you didn't understand what she said, but my French, you can understand it Well, because it, it was slightly It was better French, it was more understand, I don't well, know what the problem it, it is What's known as Right, Chris, who did it you understand, shout rude. out
4: It was very rude
1: Who did you understand more, Catherine or me? You so I'm better at French, yeah. you don't speak French, no, and yet you it, understood me. Thank it, you. Broken, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you it, call it like
8: broken French?
1: No, 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 it was, it was fixed French. Catherine was broken, no, 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 you no. couldn't understand. Yes, 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 yes. No, it's yes. French. come on, Catherine. Uh,
4: Everybody, cool out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> cool out. That's a Tim Heidecker. Uh, so, okay. I, I can speak Welsh. Shall I come right? Oh. Okay, who cares? No, no, who cares? It's a dead language. Oh
8: no, it's not. You cheeky kid. No, it's not. I, I don't care if it's a dead language. Well, <laughs> so stick to you... your
4: guns. It's not a dead language, Chris. You just spoke it. You brought it to life.
1: Yeah, but Chris is dying. Oh
8: no. Oh, charming. Thank you very much, here. You're, ver- I, you're I, very,
1: you're very welcome. <laughs> South America. <laughs>
2: South America. <laughs> <Australia>. <laughs> okay, <laughs> South
6: America! Australia! France!
2: Star Buddy!
1: UK! He did say UK, didn't he? South
2: America! Australia! France! Star UK! UK! Yeah! Come on, Chris! The
1: greatest version of the 18th greatest song of all time! Kai.
2: For a band of me, the time is here, the time is right. We're dancing in in the the streets 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 in Chicago. on am down Down in New New Orleans, Orleans. in New York City. All we need is music.
15: I see music, there'll be music everywhere.
2: so and okay it doesn't matter long you so come on
1: ladies and gentlemen would you please welcome to the stage, all the way from Wales it's Chris over to you Chris thank you come
4: on.
1: come on Chris. I, 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 song, I, what a buzzkill. What a buzzkill, mate. We, the, the, the best version of the 18th greatest song of all time.
8: No, I, I'll tell you a song I like. It's Kenneth Matthews when she played in, in a band. Oh, yeah.
4: Called Catatonia. Uh, yes. Is it? And, you, and which one is it? Catherine. Which one?
1: Is this uh, one? It's this there's one. Only, there's only, there can be only one, it's, to it's quote it's Highlander. In, I, I know which one it is, Chris. It's Go this on one? Then. I don't, I, I, I am going
2: You got to do today is find peace of mind. <laughs> of mind. <laughs> Calm down, you, you can,
1: can fuck a piece of life. me. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And, and if it, all are you it, got it, to do today, today, today is your is it, 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 <laughs> Don't I you, you can't Leave it late With me uh,
1: Chris You should be making, making it easy, easy On yourself You should be making it easy On yourself Come on Chris
2: Cause, cause you and are I Are well, so all over the breath. friends But
6: uh, hey
7: you give me
15: Race, race into the next stage. It's Come on, Chris! You got
2: it, buddy. Fire, driving me crazy,
15: Come on, Chris! A,
2: B,
1: C, there we go. That was good. It's nice. You brought the buzz back. You relaxed. You let your balls but hang is, out. Is it? Is it another song? Oh, well, Is, we, is we it are, the
4: one that goes, Every I, I, I know, day I've taken, I've taken when I up, wake up, I thank the Lord I'm Welsh. Is it that one?
1: Yes. I right. knew it Excellent. would be. Chris, thank you very much. 0344 4991000. This is Talk Radio.
15: The radio show for people
4: who know the best
15: part of the day is the night.
1: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on
0: Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
1: The switchboard is... Empty. Yeah, there was a story. Um, uh, No sex disabled. Um, Oh, yeah, here we go. Right. Um, No sexual... I got this from India today. I don't know why. No sexual partner, the who, and it's not the rock group I found out, to classify you as disabled now. People who don't have sex or struggle to find a sexual partner to have children will now be considered disabled. Uh Oh, This shocking new development comes after new guidelines by the World Health Organization, which are set to be announced soon. Until now, not having an active sexual life or infertility was never considered a disability. But with this new move, all this is set to be changed. According to reports in its new guidelines, the WHO is all set to classify a person who is unable to find a suitable sexual partner or achieve pregnancy after 12 months or more of regular, unprotected sex as disabled... The new rule will cover heterosexual and gay couples who will be given same priority like a couple seeking IVF. Well,
4: hang on a minute then. Hello? So they're going to treat the homosexuals the same? People having sex and not having children as a disability? Where
1: are we? 1950s Alabama? We call them gays now. (laughs) So, hang on, they're going to treat the homosexuals the same?
4: (laughs) Is that what they're saying in that story? Yeah. (laughs) Which is in itself in a rather stilted English.
1: Well, it's it's from India today, mate. Yeah, well... Um, reportedly, many called the guidelines absurd and nonsense. <laughs> even for putting uh, even, uh, okay. So tough, tough, tough days ahead, there, guys. Tough days ahead. Um, tough days ahead there, but maybe good days ahead. I don't know. I don't know. What about people who can't masturbate?
4: Well, I mean, surely they should be in that runner.
1: Okay, O oh, three under my umbrella. Now, does her umbrella mean what I think it means? It's um, her dingy, dangy doos. A what one? Why
4: would that be called? Why would that be? It's called a vagina. No, I
1: that's, don't want to stand... Oh,
4: on, I don't want to stand under that. N-
1: no, that's what that song is about. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. Oh God, did you not know this? No. Under my umbrella, it's about a a flange. <laughs>
4: Oh, I've never heard anyone refer to it as an umbrella. Right, here we go. We've got and the music I, And we- I don't know whether you know this, but I own one. And, an, and uh, a flange.
1: Sloop John B.'s on the line. If anyone knows, 0344 499 1000. I'm not doing that for a cheap gag. I genuinely thought Umbrella by Rihanna was about her vagina.
5: Why?
1: Sloop John B., had you heard that?
5: Yeah, I heard it. uh, That's the word on the street, Mr. Lee.
4: (laughs) That is the word. Which which street? It sounds like every
9: street,
5: Catherine.
4: Bullshine Bullshine Boulevard.
9: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
5: you know how it goes, man. But uh, listen, congratulations to Catherine.
4: Big up me.
1: Here we go. I, do, I yeah. didn't announce it. I wanted you to announce it. Go on, Kath. Tell everyone the great news. I am a clever... She's pregnant. No. She's going to be a mum again. No. And it's Matthew Wright's baby, and they are going to make a fortune out of it. <laughs> oh, my
4: God. She's pregnant again.
1: Well no, done, Kathie. I'm
4: not... I'm not. She, not... she
1: is not disabled. Retract. That's what they didn't do, and that's that's where you, go, where you are now.
4: Retract. I am not pregnant, but I am expecting a lot of classic burn-ups in the next nine months or so because I passed my final bike test. Yes.
5: Yeah, but, Yeah, but have you got a parker yet?
4: Yeah, of course I have.
5: Have you got a parker and some loafers and everything? Mate, right, yeah.
1: mate listen, you are speaking to the president and the vice president of the Ian and Kath's Motorcycle Club... Um, uh, scooter division, yeah. right?
5: Yeah, but you need, you need to get Scott to do some Parkers because that's the thing. You could sell actual jackets, the Parkers, and have a badge on the back, you know, and then, then do an actual rally you, down to the
1: mountains. You you set up your own motorcycle club, okay? And we'll set up. Well, we've set one up, and it's flourishing. We've got we've got members all over the globe. Maybe
5: I'll set a rival one up with James Whale. Uh,
1: yeah, good, good luck. luck good luck, luck with that one, <laughs> mate. flip eh? that old geezer. <laughs> He's still yeah, going, is enough. he? he's still Yes, going. he is. Yeah, yeah, he's still is going. It? Him and Ash. Where, yeah, oh I goodness.
4: don't think mobility scooters count. No, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. You right. No, you might be right. Oh, you might be right. What can I we am. do for you tonight, big man?
5: Well, listen, I wanted to talk to you about a scene I watched in the film today, and it sort of brought me back to years ago, right? Yes, yes buddy. Do you dear. remember the film Jumping Jack Flash?
1: It's a gas, gas, gas... Um, um, not Woody Bot Muddy, he was a comedian in, in Britain in the early 90s. I've seen
4: it, and I don't remember it at all.
1: It's, um, The Lady.
4: Is it Whoopi Goldberg? Woody Goldberg. Goldberg. Goldberg,
1: yeah, it's not Woody Bob. Yeah,
5: because I'm record a, record. a massive Stones fan, and I know you, you're not really a fan, are you? No, I think
1: they're one of the uh, worst bands of all time.
4: No, they're not. You
1: they don't t- like Beggar's Banquet. What? You don't like Beggar's Banquet, I've the never, album. I've never heard it. Listen, the only good song, right, is Angie and... No Expectations. Sorry? You don't have the song No Expectations. i, I tell you what, we'll play it now, and i bet it's rubbish, yeah? No, it's a great song. It's a ballad. I'm just saying. It, no it, expectation. It. Rolling Stones. Here we go. Let's have a little listen. Let's have a listen, mate. You, yeah. You, <laughs> all right. All right. Listen, buddy. Calm down. Let's do it. Calm all down. Right. Calm down, buddy. Let's have a little listen. No expectations. You're loving it. Yeah,
2: it's beautiful.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I'll give you some more brown now before I play the guitar. I need some more brown. Hey, man. Hey, He's
5: going to come in now.
2: Boom. Take me to the station and put me on a train
1: not a problem, I'll do that, Mick, because that, <laughs> as, as long as you promise to stop singing your crappy songs, including the song No Expectations. Oh, Awful. man, all right, Awful. listen, you
5: know, if I, if I to, there's a scene where she tries to write out the lyrics to Jumping Jack Flash, right, yeah, in the yeah, film, Yeah, and she's like playing a cassette and winding it back, and it goes back, and it really brought me back to a time when I was thinking, do you remember before Google, that if you were listening to music, if you didn't get the lyrics, it would always be that sort of thing where you'd ask people or you'd talk about it and stuff. Did you? Did your you cat ever have that? We there was a song and you thought I can't figure the lyrics out to this or what? I was mean?
1: when I was like nine, ten, eleven. I would write down the lyrics to songs that I really liked, and it would be a lot of lifting the lifting the needle, not even pausing the tape. It'd be a That's lot of lifting old the needle. I, I remember writing down the lyrics to um, uh, bizarrely the the boxer beat by Joe Boxers.
4: <laughs> Do you remember that? It's a good tune.
1: It's a, good tune. It's a very good tune. Be-
5: for years, I thought uh, Michael Jackson's Criminal." I thought it was Eddie. Are you okay? Are yeah. you okay, Eddie? Until someone went, "No, it's Annie." <laughs> yeah, there's a lot
16: right. of
1: that. There's a lot of that.
4: The, one of the main problems I've with Michael Jackson and have had for a number of years is his diction. His, his diction is terrible. You know, shamo is "come on." Is that what it actually it is. is? no it is. Catherine, are you, are you
5: willing to put that in writing?
4: I'm willing to stake Ian's house on it.
5: Good. Good. All right, well, we'll have to follow
1: up with that, Hang on, though, my house? Yes. But hang on yeah. a minute. You've not backed up. Why? Right, well, you then have to believe that, um, uh, uh Rihanna's umbrella is about her VJ. Why? I don't know Because understand.
4: it is. It's not. It's about friendship. You can stand under my umbrella, we'll be friends it's, forever. You only... And she says it. That's what it's about. <laughs> they, you, you can't stand under someone's fanny unless, well, you can't stand unless they're on a ladder.
1: Well, well, she's wow. quite statuesque and, and maybe she's singing to Mickey Rooney. <laughs> Or, I um, don't know why, but uh, Ville
4: Ville
1: with Ian? Peter Dinklage, yeah, Peter Dinklage, yeah, there you go, song all right. beans and all that. All right, all um, right, cool. Are we done here? I think, yeah, we're done. Buddy. Okay, thank you very much indeed, buddy. Let's go, hang on. Jamie, were you on earlier?
14: Yeah, yeah, called up earlier, it was a bit depressing. Sorry about that. Okay, oh, uh,
1: oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, I'm gonna lie in the mood a bit, yeah, and you got you got potty mouth, mate, you can't come on and use that language. You cannot come on and use that language. I'm glad you're feeling better. But you've got, you've got to, uh, to reign in the language. Jamie, we'll speak to you next week, mate. Thank you very much indeed. We don't really like the double bubble here. Let's go to Sandra. Good evening, Sandra. Oh, hi, Ian. Hi, Oh, hi, Sandra. It was so nice to see you in Glasgow awesome. at the um, weekend, Land of the I'm, Dreams. I'm
17: so sorry you had such a bad experience.
1: It wasn't that bad. It was just it was just the venue was a little bit weird. And me and Kath, listen, me and Kath um made thirty nine pounds each out of it. So we had a great time.
4: We can have fun anywhere.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
17: yeah. Listen, I just wanted to thank everybody for the just giving thing that you and Kath retweeted from the fun notice.
1: Oh yeah, we we retweeted, re, we retweeted and retweeted your just giving page. Did people give a few quid?
17: Yeah, we've got four hundred fifteen pounds. Oh, flipping
1: heck! Imagine the cakes you can get with that. A really fancy well, cake.
17: I'm not, I'm not going because I'm not well enough. And as I said, Lucas's wish was to go to Galaxy's Edge next year.
1: To go. This was your boy. To go where?
17: Galaxy End, the new Star Wars park and... Oh, Rome. right, Gaelic... Ga-
1: ga- Gaelic event? Gaelic event.
17: Galaxy. Galaxy Quest.
1: Galaxy event.
17: Galaxy End. End. Oh. It's, it's like a Star Wars thing. Okay, but Anyway, oh. the, doc, the doc said that he couldn't go. Oh. Um, Because he'd have to start his treatment fight then. Um, so the idea was, we wanted to do a road trip with his dad... And the place he wants to go to is the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
1: Ah, yeah, yeah, Hotel. yeah. Hotel. Hotel. Yeah, yeah, it sounds fun.
17: Mm. He's got to dress
1: up in suzzies.
17: <laughs> you've got to wear
1: suzzies if you're going to a Rocky Horror event. Mm.
17: I know. Mm. See, there's out there he would love to go to the picnic, but what well do? You've
1: got to listen to the doctor, but then also sometimes you've got to just take life by the... grab the bull by the horns. And sometimes you've got to ignore doctor's advice. And just go for it. You've just got to do what makes you happy. I I won't
17: be able to go. I'm not going, it's not for me, and I hate asking anybody for money,
6: honestly.
1: People will tell you. Listen, it's all good. It's all good. People want to help out. There's there's a lot of great people out there, Sandra, and I'm glad it worked out, and I'm glad you got a few quid. Thank you very much indeed. We've got to go, because I've missed every single break this evening, and that means I'm going to be in big trouble with the big man, Mr. Mr. Rupert Murdoch. 344 This is Talk Radio the wild man of late night radio the late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk oh, 0344 uh, 499 four, 1000 the phone number if you want to give us a call I've still got this, I'm not making light of it I've still got uh, this stomach ache. and it comes and goes yeah, I, I, well the stomach ache is constant, it's like a constant motion sickness right, so I don't think it's my ears because I googled it and they said it might be like something wrong with your ears, like the balance in your ears. I don't think it's my ears. It's
4: not, um, labyrinthitis no, or... No, 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 it's not
1: that. Because well, um... it's more, it's mainly in the stomach, right? And, but then, like, every sort of two or three hours, I just get this wave of intense nausea and I just have to sit down and think, I think I'm going to throw up for about 15 minutes. And then I don't, and I go back to just having a low-level stomach ache. I don't know if there's anybody, any doctors here... Any dentists listening? Any doctors'
4: wives? Anyone or, who's ever been to a doctor? Yeah,
1: or anyone who's ever watched uh, Doctor in Clover? If you could give me a call, 0344, is a reference for the kids. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What the hell's wrong with me, Catherine? What have you got?
4: Nudist traveller reveals the best place in the world to get naked. Now,
1: hang on, nudist traveller. Who's that dirty get? The 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 naked rambler. <laughs> naked rambler for yeah. God's sakes, man just uh, come on just just put some shorts on put some shorts on was it i going top i think it's weird <laughs> men topless in in towns mm. and uh, anywhere you know it's it, but to, men topless in supermarkets oh
4: i was just thinking about that um, That I've, is disgusting I no when you're going in and buying your veg and there's nipples no no, thanks. It's disgusting. No,
1: merci. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Unless it's someone really buff. I'm joking. Even then, no, it's horrible. No,
4: don't want to see it. Because along with tops off, our armpits out. Yeah. No, thanks. Oh, I bet
1: you wouldn't mind if it was a woman. Yes, I would. Put your clothes on. Yeah. Put your clothes on. What are you doing? Crying out loud. Put some flipping clothes on. It's disgusting, it is. Makes me... You can see your umbrella. It... Honestly. Right, you do that and I'm going to Google it.
4: A new dist revealed which country she enjoys stripping off in the most. She also revealed jaw-dropping naked snaps from the location. Can you see what she's doing? Yes. It's not really a travel log, it's a look-at-my-jugs log. Uh, A nudist ditches her clothes as she travels the world. Svetlana Rios from Russia has enjoyed the freedom that comes with stripping off as she globe trots. Over the years, she's passed through countries including the U.S., Peru, and the Maldives. Svetlana says Iceland is the most breathtaking location she's visited. It's rather fitting that the 30-year-old should be so in love with the country as she bears resemblance to Daenerys Targaryen of Game of Thrones.
1: I'm not listening because I'm finding great evidence that's going to destroy you. But I hope that you're, you're listening to because she's put a lot of work into this. The no- I'm
4: not. The Nordic country provided a backdrop, you see, for many scenes in the HBO show. And just like the programme's popularity, fans seem to adore the naturists' shoots too. See, what they've done there is not only have they got you suckers, and me included, to read this story which is all about now, They've got you doing it, but because it's a very, very attractive woman, and the picture and the headline says she's going to be naked. And it also has the words Game of Thrones in there. So immediately it's, it, it's, it's pre, primo clickbait. Just I've j- like
1: the. I've just read the lyrics to Umbrella.
4: You're not, how can you stand under someone's uh foof?
1: Carry on, carry on. Oh, you're about to get destroyed, mate. Svetlana so has taken snaps in the hot can. springs.
4: I used to sing that to my baby. It better not be about a foof. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
4: Svetlana's has taken snaps in the hot springs as well as the picturesque lupine field, and her images have racked up thousands of likes on the nudist's Instagram page at lighty underscore light. I wonder why. The blonde bombshell also receives plenty of attention for her wedding photos. The Amelia Clark, she does not look like Amelia Clark, really. She's just a blonde woman. Yep. Yeah. The lookalike has been married for five years and she renews her vows every year. To mark her anniversary, Svetlana weds again in a different country.
1: What? With the same dude? Yeah. Or lady?
4: Svetlana's first real wedding was in Las Vegas. Nobody's real wedding's in no, Las Vegas.
1: No, 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 no.
4: It's in January 2015. Since then, she's jetted off to enjoy a variety of different ceremonies. In 2016, the couple marked their anniversary with a Buddhist union in Thailand. They then got hitched in the desert in the United Arab Emirates in 2017. They better had some clothes on there. And celebrated with an Inca marriage in Peru in 2018. This year, the couple enjoyed a Chinese bridal party in Hong Kong.
1: These two are getting on my nerves.
4: Svetlana said, Russian... Of course, all the wedding ceremonies are symbolic ones. Yeah, not real, she added. Do you just remind
1: me of that voice? Travelling became
4: a... my addiction in 2010 when I had my first trip.
1: Do you remember, hang on, do you remember that voice? Do you remember that in the 80s, there was a, there was, they came up with a way of losing weight and it was having your jaw wired together. Is, As, you're sounding uh, like you how you do your jaw d- 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 together. This is how you do Russian. That was an actual trend, was to get your jaw wired together so you couldn't put food in. No, I
4: pressed out your lips. Incredible. Come on! I tried to travel as much as possible, cutting back on other expenses like cinema, restaurants, new clothes, etc. She doesn't yeah. need new clothes; she's always got a bum out.
6: Okay. I well. met my
4: husband in 2014, and we started traveling together, exploring the world and sharing emotions. Sharing emotions, you yeah. say? I can't imagine my life without it now. The end.
1: Okay. What we're going to do when we come back? We got Doug, we got Ray, we got Stefan. Um, so we're going to take some calls. I'm going to read you the lyrics. Of umbrella and you're going to tell me it's not about a vagina, okay? Okay, okay. That's what we're going to do. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I love it when I wind her up because that is genuine. What you heard there, the mask just slipped and we got the real Catherine. Okay, Ennis. there we, there okay. it is. There, okay, it okay. Is. it's dark. It's dark, guys. It's dark. This is Talk Radio, Uncut
0: After Hours Conversation for the Up All Night Generation, the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
1: 03444991000 is the phone number. Let's go to Simsy. Good evening, Simsy. Good evening, sir. Oh, I like this respect at last from the callers. What can we do for you tonight? Well, I want to hear about Rihanna's food first, Okay, here we go. Right, so here are the lyrics, sure. right? Um. It's raining, it's raining. Ooh, baby, it's raining, raining. <clears throat> baby.
4: Oh, Simsy, c- you all right?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, okay. just keep going. Yeah. Baby. Come into me. Come into me. You're telling me this isn't about a vagina. Baby, come into me. That's an actual lyric. It's raining, it's raining. Ooh, baby, it's raining, raining. Baby, come into me. Come into me. It's
4: the umbrella's shelter that's calling. It's
1: raining, raining. Ooh, baby, it's raining, raining. You can always come into me. Come into me. It's pouring rain. It's pouring rain. So it's soaking wet and she wants him to come into her. It's pouring rain, it's pouring rain. Come into me, come into me. It's pouring rain, it's pouring rain. You're telling me that is actually about an umbrella? Yeah. Oh, for goodness sakes. I
8: think you're probably reading too much into
1: it. Oh, what do you mean reading too much? You, You guys are reading too much into it. The lyrics are... Baby, come into me, it's pouring rain, pouring rain, come into me. Come on, guys! It's about having it away. And in the video, <laughs> she's grinding.
4: She's always grinding, it's what she does. She can't dance straight. She must have an
13: itchy, I'm with Carsten. Huh?
1: Well, you're yeah. both idiots. Go on.
13: Oh, well, that's not the first time you call me that. no. Um, no. Ever since you clicked on that button to buy that doll, Ooh. I think it's cursed everybody that listens to your show.
1: slip it, and you've got My... to. No, hang on, hang on. If you're going <laughs> to come on and mention the doll, you have got to. I've been reading about this. You've got to warn us before you just drop it like that, right? Just, just hang on for a second. Hang on for a okay. second, guys. Um, I need to. Uh, I, I need to find. I've got. I've got something here somewhere. Ah, oh, you've got. You should have warned us. You were going to. Here we go. Here we go, guys. Here we go. go on. Here we go. We've got to do this. That's a bit sinister. Be quiet. Is that cat coming? Please be quiet. I'm doing it's a cleansing me. and healing spell. Cleansing. Cleans cleansing and heals it. Cle- cleansing it's, it's, it's and he- too late for cleansing. Shush. Too late. Cleansing and healing spell. We have to. Everyone has to imagine themselves bathed in a holy white light, and picture your loved ones who have passed on to the other side. Oriana's food. Please, please, mate. I'm trying to counteract demons and black magic. Stop talking about pop stars' fannies. (laughs) Imagine yourself bathed in a very cleansing, holy white light. Your ancestors are kneeling beside you and they are mopping your brow with a cool flannel. Clean flannel. Never seen such a clean flannel. You are surrounded by love. I never eat.
11: Please, Simsy! Please
1: You are surrounded by love. Love runs through your veins. You are protected here. You are safe. You are holy and you are held in the hands of the Creator. Cheers. Is she singing Oh Rihanna? Hang on. Cheers. She was Rihanna this is, what the hell? Even the cleansing and healing spell is haunted. Right, we should be safe now, Simsy. Hold on to your rabbit's foot. It's going to be a wild ride. What have you got for us, then?
13: My clothes fell down today um, while I was stood at the hospital in work.
1: Oh, my goodness. And they just, yeah. fell, they just fell down,
13: did they? Well, this is what happened. I had, I had my a phone in one pocket and a phone in the other
8: pocket. Yes. Quite heavy phones. I undid my button
13: and my trousers fell down, and I've stood at a urinal with my trousers right <laughs> <out>. there. <laughs>
4: like a tiny boy.
13: <laughs> well, yeah, thank you for that. Uh, less of a tiny, but... Uh, this comes only weeks after my wife's trousers fell down while trying to get through a revolving door. In do work. you
1: do you know how to use trousers? <laughs> <laughs> because I've, I've never had trousers fall down, either at a urinal or... I mean, revolving door, you would think it. the G's would keep it up. I've never had trousers
13: fall down! Ian, of all the people I can think of, I reckon you have definitely had your trousers fall down.
1: Only when I've only when I've wanted them to fall down. (laughs) Catherine, go on.
4: She reminded me of when my little girl started school and, you know, you get their uniforms and they're just always too big. Yeah. And uh, we were walking home at the end of the day and I said, you're walking a bit funny, you all right?" And I lifted her skirt and it was, her skirt was, like, below the knee. Yeah. (laughs) And as I lifted her skirt, her knickers were there.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> her
4: knickers had gone
1: down. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: She was prepared to waddle all the way home wow. rather than say something. Uh,
1: do you need that to... At last it was loose. Simsy, I don't know... Have you heard of a thing called, um, like, GoFundMe? Do you know GoFundMe?
13: Yeah, do you think I should start one of those for a belt? Exactly
1: what I was going to say, buddy. You need uh, something. Uh, In the meantime, get a bit of rope, like, uh, like a tramp. And oh, tie... it's not that bad.
8: Oh, I see you for that. Yeah. It's not
1: that bad! Your trousers have fallen down twice. Once in a men's toilet. <laughs> That's an advert. Let's go to Stefan. Good evening, Stefan.
7: Hi, how are you doing?
1: I'm very, very well, mate. What have you got for us tonight?
7: Oh, uh, just calling in about your stomach. I, um... but well, actually, you guys own my gallbladder, but a couple of years back, I had gallstones. Yes. And when it started, it sounds very... or it was very similar to what you're describing. Whoa, whoa,
1: hang on. What, what are you saying? Oh, gallstones... God.
7: Gallstones, yeah. So when it uh, when it first started, it was just a mild uh, pain in my stomach. Yeah. And then every once in a while, I'd get this little bout of nausea where I had to fight back a throw-up.
2: A throw-up, uh, yes.
7: And then it would go away, and then I'd just have that remnant pain in my stomach for a while. Um, oh, most God. people do, do get over them by themselves quite easily, but if... Oh. If you've got a, 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 a liver problem or a, a problem with your gallbladder, then you might actually develop so many that it causes a blockage and then you start getting quite a bit of pain.
4: Oh, God. You do realise <laughs> you've just given what? the world's... I mean... What?
1: Am I going to die? Am I going to die? Da- how much pain am I going to be in?
4: Um... <laughs>
7: More than likely, none. I mean, you're probably going to... What you've experienced is probably the worst. And that's even if it is gallstones. But well, it just, I,
1: think we yeah. know, I think we both know it is gallstones. <laughs> is it... Will it pass on its own... Did you have very yes. loose stools? Um, my stools were very
7: variant at the worst. I don't remember what they were like when it first started.
5: Um... God, I'm dying.
4: No, you yeah, no. see, you're oh, talking geez. to the world's biggest hypochondriac and I'm you're giving dying. him ammo. You're weaponizing uh, him. I'm
5: dying. I'm sorry, I didn't know.
7: I, yeah. I, I shouldn't um, have said anything. He thinks I'm he's dying now. I thought, I was, I, thought I was
1: being helpful. Oh, Catherine, I'm dying. I can feel it. I can feel oh, it. I can feel what? the gallstones. <laughs> Jeez, I can feel the gallstones. He's lying
4: on the floor now. Oh, I on it.
1: another topic, though, umbrella is definitely about a vagina. Oh...
4: That, that'll cheer you up. He's no, well, saying you're right about the cheer, JJ.
1: Nothing will cheer me up ever again. I'm dying. Well, not
4: even Rihanna's foof? No.
1: Oh, Just dear. being proved right doesn't give me pleasure anymore.
4: Oh, my goodness. It's I think okay, it might be terminal.
7: It's, it's okay, though, because you have a backup gallbladder because I gave you mine for your Frankenmonster. Oh, oh, yeah, but yours was,
1: really yours was broken, wasn't it? Can we get him
7: deported? Uh, well, no, you can empty it out. They just oh. cut the whole thing out instead of doing that. This, oh guy,
1: this guy really is bumming me out, Kathy. He's giving me a bad trip. Aww. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying and this guy's, and this guy's, uh, I'm dying and this guy's loving it. This guy's killing me. This guy's a murderer. Uh, let's get, let's bring back hanging for this guy who is murdering a national treasure. Me. Oh, uh, no. Get, get out of here, buddy. You scum. you uh. You're a piece of trash. <laughs> <laughs> Scum! <laughs> you talked to him uh, I, to to I him.
4: was trying to be helpful again Well, you've helped him to an early grave I, I didn't know he was a hypochondriac Oh my goodness, he'll have anything if it's free He asked anyone to call in yeah, And uh, if they knew anything
7: I thought I was doing the right thing Oh,
4: gosh
7: uh, Now I've broken the best
4: radio
1: He's gone Yeah, he ruined it He's gone uh, yeah. I can't right. talk to but anyone you Can, can you, talk to, you talk to Doug? I can't talk to anyone I'm dying Hey,
4: hey, Doug
18: Dying. Hiya! Hey,
4: what's going on?
18: Hello. i got something to cheer Ian up. Hopefully.
4: I hope I'm so dying, too, Doug, dog. I'm Nothing relying on you. Me up.
18: Um, Katie mentioned the Japanese fart battle.
4: Oh yeah, he's back in the room.
1: Yeah, go on. Yeah. Go, 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 go <laughs> on. Go on. I'm in.
18: <laughs> <laughs> right. Look up Higassen scroll. That's H-E-G-A-S-S-E-N.
4: Higassen scroll. Why? What is? What
1: is mm. it? Is it someone farting down a tube? Higasan scroll. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. How do you spell it? H e g a s s e n s s e n. Yeah. Okay. Let's have a little look. Um, Here we go. Uh, Higasan. Oh, it's it's um, pictures of uh, the build up. And they're taking part of a fart competition. Why is there? A, why is there a cat being suspended in a fart? What? <laughs> There's a cat being suspended in a fart.
4: He's blasting the cat away.
1: This is what umbrellas about.
4: It's look. It's been moving the streams. It's like the end of Ghostbusters. Yeah,
1: he's flying me. I think you can see the balls and Billy and everything.
4: Oh. What? what that's a, whole... a
1: really long scroll. There's a whole scroll of this. <laughs> oh, it's gone. Why can't we see it? You were looking for something for your long wall, weren't you? Yeah, that would fit. That's nice. Gasson's uh, scroll. Uh, the scroll depicts serious, various scenes with one peculiar characteristic recurring throughout the scroll. At least one character is having about a bout of flatulence directed against the <laughs> other characters. The scroll <laughs> may have been made to highlight the political and social changes in Japan. Oh, get lost, was it? It may have been made to (laughs) highlight the political and social changes. No, it wasn't. It was made to highlight farting in Japan. That's what it was. The political and social changes, my foot. How do you know about this, Doug? Are you a dirty boy? You're a fart fan. (laughs) Um,
18: I don't remember. I remember a few years ago, it was mentioned somewhere, so I looked
1: it up. Yeah, okay, well, you're a good lad, and we appreciate that you did that. Thank you, Doug. Let's go to Dave. Good evening. That was a great call, Doug. Thank you. Let's go to Dave.
7: Good evening.
1: Evening, Dave. Hello. Well done. Sorry what what? Now? He said well, he's congratulating oh, you.
4: Thank you, Dave. Is oh, this Dave the Power me. Ranger?
1: Yes,
4: it is. It's uh Dave the Power Ranger.
1: Well, Dave, you're on a crappy phone. Oh, I'm on just a second. Bear, bear with me a second. Oh, a oh
4: you better not be on speakerphone.
1: He's not on speakerphone, Is that better. Yeah, that's much what was why was it so crap? I was on my I was on my headphone. <gasps> Headphones are. When will they ever learn? But no, I, just, I always ring in with those and they're normally fine. Wow. You ring with them again and I'm going to shove them not up your backside, at the hole at the front of your body. Oh my God. <laughs> what can we do for you tonight?
18: Well, I, did, I was going to ring in about something else, but now that you've um, been mentioning your guts, I've got a real doctor in the other room listening.
1: Oh, yeah. Have I got so- gallstones?
18: I don't know well t- tell us what it was because I missed the beginning when you were t-
1: describing right, so the what last 10 is. days I've had a very loose He's bowel like the Tom Tits. very loose bowel sometimes it's been, been water and the, the poos are like a very light sort of brown colour very pale brown uh, I've had stomach ache for 10 days a little bit of headache it feels like motion sickness and um, sort of every 3 hours it'll f- I'll get like a rush like I'm going to throw up and I have to sit with it for 3 or 4 minutes 10 minutes kind of suck it down and then it goes, but I still got the summer cake.
18: She's grimacing.
1: Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> what, am I? Di- am I dying? Is it Goldstone's? And am I dying?
18: <laughs>
1: is it Goldstone's?
18: Is he dying? Oh, hang on, she's on the delay. Right.
4: Oh, she was grimacing at the colour. I think <laughs> probably, probably. probably detail no one it, wanted. It, uh,
18: yeah, she's. Right. she's t- She's listening on, on a delay. Uh,
4: While she's listening to that,
18: uh, that interview you had with Steve was brilliant. With who? Uh, Steve,
1: about the amazing Jonathan. Oh, Steve Byrne, yeah. Did you watch the film? Yes, I did, yeah. Good, Fantastic. it's great, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely amazing. I had a few he people that got in touch about that and they really enjoyed it. It's a, it's a good film for free. I know, it's incredible. It's so well done. But uh, I, he's mentioned Impractical Jokers. Have you watched that? I haven't watched, no, I haven't watched that. Oh, it's great. It's really That's, This fun. is really interesting, uh, Dave. Have I got goldstones? <laughs> Am I going to die? How long
4: has he got, Doctor?
1: <laughs> wait,
8: wait a minute, wait a minute. She, she'll have listened via the, the delay now, wouldn't it? What's wrong with him?
1: Sounds viral, sir. Huh? Right, so I'm, do- I'm going to die? Jeez, uh, my she God. she sounds viral? Yes, I'm going to
4: die.
1: Oh, no, you don't die,
4: that.
1: Oh, you don't die of viruses? How, how do I get better? Can she give Um, me antibiotics under the counter? Of course not. It's a virus. All right. Well, so I'm asking for them under the counter. You're not a doctor. She is. Uh, Listen. Even I know that viruses do not get cured by. It's got to be worth a try. (laughs) 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 What do I do? Just just ride it out. Sweat it out. Yeah. Yeah. Does it just ride it out? Yeah. So yes, this do- the official, right, this, this couple of bullshine, right? So your wife oh. is a doctor, the official doctorly advice is just ride it out, yeah? Yeah. Get out of town, there's no doctor.
4: i get your rubber ring to sit
1: on. That is no doctor, and that is no doctor's husband. That's a, that's a couple of prankers, that's the jerky boys. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio,
0: the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Radio. We have ways of
4: making you talk.
0: Dr. John, Mac Revenack, come on, Mac.
19: Send thankfulness to the band and all the fellas. Two, three, four, one. Such a night. Under the moonlight Such a night Such a night came with my best friend Jim Here I am just trying to steal you away Such a night, sweet confusion under the moonlight. Such a night, such a night, got to steal away. I couldn't believe my ears My heart just give a little beat You told me we could slip away Down the dark end of the street Baby, you came in with my best friend Jim He I am just
1: your Dr. John dead. That's your Dr. John passed away. big man. That's your Dr. John gone. That's it, guys. Ah, man. Everybody's going. Everybody's checking out. Everybody's had enough. Um, 03444991000 is the telephone number, the late night alternative. Uh, weeknights from 10, uh, me and Catherine, and we just sit and talk rubbish. A couple of podcasts. We do the best of podcasts of this show every single night. Type in late night alternative Ian Lee on uh, uh, iTunes or Acast or your usual podcast device. It will come up there. Please subscribe, uh, like and share it. Um, and we also put out on the same feed. So you haven't got to look anywhere else for it. But if we have a guest, like we had Nettie Baker last night, that goes out as a separate podcast as well. That's all on the same feed. On a separate feed is the show that we do away from this show called The Rabbit Hole. Again, you type in Rabbit Hole, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, something like that, combination of those things, and that will pop up. You need to subscribe to that as well. Subscribe, like, and share. It's kind of, it's like the radio show, but done in front of a live audience of mainly drunk people, um, and we sit and we talk, and it gets very blue, bluer than this, very sweary, uh, sometimes it's sweary, sometimes it's not, but it's, it's generally quite sweary, um, and we take phone calls, and it's all done in front of an audience, and it's weird hearing people like laugh and join in and, and have fun with all of that, but it's good, The Rabbit yeah. Hole, episode 81. It's crazy. Episode 81, and we're going to do one. We got a little bit slack, and we got, I took our eyes off the ball a bit. Every Thursday, every Thursday, you're going to get a new one. This is the first um, one from Manchester proper. We put out one from Manchester last week. And that was kind of the preamble as people were coming in. This is the first half of the Saturday night show from Manchester. I think, the, I think the Saturday night in Manchester was one of the funniest nights we've ever done. Yeah, it was great. I think. I think it is. So go and have a listen to it, share it with people that you think might like it and subscribe. It helps us. Uh, race Day there will come to you in a bit. Um, what have you got for us, Katarina Boyle?
4: Well... Good news and bad news. Oh. Good news that women uh, can put the razors down because apparently Oh. Topiary, the old womanscaping... Yes. It's out. Is it? And we're going back to 1970s style. <sighs> Thank God. Full bush.
1: Thank God. Bad I'm news
4: back. is the n- people that make knickers don't know that. So oh. it's going to be a right old... It's going to be who carnage. Who decides
1: who decides the uh, the fashion of the hair? Is it Stella McCartney? Is it is it Stella McCartney? Is it um uh, what's his name? Yves Gauche? Yves Saint Laurent? Mm-hmm. Yves Saint Laurent? Is it, is it uh, Charlie? Is it Avon? Who, who is it?
4: Who decides uh, what, what shape knickers we're going to be wearing. Yeah, yeah, Well, I mean, look at… Th- is it Hans Kimmel? Yeah, Hans Kimmel. Is that one? Who is that? Is that one? Hans, Hans
1: Kimmel? I don't know. Is Hans Kimmel. He, it's Hans Kimmel fashion, fashion, oh, that's a good way of saying fashion. Oh, yeah. fashion man? You
4: like Pierre Cardin.
1: Hans Kimmel? Who was it? Now, who was the German that got a little bit dodgy bodsky?
4: Oh. Got called out a bit. Yep. Um, a, bit a little
1: bit racist. Yeah. Um, it
4: was Karl
1: Lagerfeld. Karl Lagerfeld.
4: Yeah.
1: Was Karl Lagerfeld in charge of the women's.
4: Not anymore. Is he's, it passed uh, away? He's passed away. He's communicating.
1: communicating from beyond the grave yeah. on how the women's bush should be looking for the umbrellas.
4: Thing is, right? If you do grow your hair out, ladies. Are we expected to wear the Love Island-style bikinis that are basically going aye, 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 aye. right up both ends?
10: Aye, 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 aye,
4: aye. Maintaining a perfectly smooth bikini line is no mean feat. From warding off pesky razor bumps to finding the right time to let your hairs grow out, going for a Brazilian definitely has its drawbacks.
1: Brazilian? But people don't... Is Braz, or is Brazilian completely bald?
4: Uh, well, I thought Brazilian was with a landing strip. I, I thought, thought that the Hollywood the landing was strip. all off.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a landing strip. I don't think you get the landing strip anymore. I like that. It's kind of cute. Um, but, um, yeah, okay.
4: Therefore, we have some good news for you if you're tiring of hair removal. The full wash is back. Yes, mate. Holistic ob Dr. Eden Fromberg yes. recently spoke to Vogue about pubic hair trends. The New York-based expert said this is because many women are choosing fashion over function. She said women are becoming increasingly aware that our bodies are a lot more than the visual, uh, visual or sexual playthings. Yes. We want to express our diversity and power, live our preferences and feel comfortable in our own bodies without judgment. The feminist approach to hair removal is nothing new. No. Celebrities, in, including Gwyneth Paltrow and Emma Watson, have spoken openly about leaving their pu- uh, pubes. Gwyneth I mean... Paltrow
1: um, disgusts me. She talks well, about putting obsessed. stones up your bum hole, doesn't she's she? She's
4: obsessed with her foof. Well, first of all, she was steaming it. Yeah, then she's putting <sighs> jade eggs up there. Just leave the thing oh, they're, alone. No, they're
1: not meant to go up your bum. I, I... I might need... This might explain my gut. Okay, Aha. okay, okay. Uh,
4: the Harry Potter style a star says she uses... Oh, this feels wrong talking about her, because to me she's a kid. No, she's, a, she's, grown. Not, she's, a, grown she's a grown
1: woman. She's a grown woman, she's got needs.
4: The Harry Potter Mommy star says she uses oil to keep her fuzz nourished and soft. <laughs> she told The Gloss, I use fur oil. Yeah, yeah. I'll use that anywhere from the ends of my hair to my eyebrows to my pubic hair. It's an amazing all-purpose product. Model Ashley Graham has also spoke, spoken about her intimate hair. In an interview with Glamour, she revealed, Honey, I have a full bush. It's all about Honey, your preference... Honey, I shave my bush! ...and your partner's preference. Okay.
1: It's weird. I do think it's weird that, that um, women aren't allowed to have hair under their arms or on their legs. They're not allowed to. They're not allowed to. It is... It is Do you remember when Julia Roberts waved yeah. in front
4: of the cameras? Yeah, and had the was, audacity to have a hair—that
1: was, hair. was big news. Now here's the thing: I don't find under hair, uh, underarm hair on women attractive.
4: But we're not used to it.
1: No, exactly. This is the point I was going to make. I, I was—I've I thought about this a lot. Um, I, I don't—I find it unattractive. And, and uh, yes, I've, I've come to the conclusion, conclusion that I, it's because I've been trained mm-hmm. to find it. Unattractive. I've, I've been, I've, th- th- this is how I've been, been conditioned from birth.
4: Yeah, we all have to think of it as being masculine or untidy yeah. or dirty. Yeah. And same goes for you down below. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about this for a fair bit on this show, the fact that women are kind of, that there are so many products these days that are sold on the basis that women are embarrassed. Yes. Um, and, and the serious side of it is... Women disconnected from that side of their life.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Don't want to, you know, don't want to talk about it to anyone else. Not going for smear tests, stuff like that. Yep. It's, it's this sort of squeamishness about yourself. Can you imagine? Mm, Thinking yes. that so something that you have, that you sit on every single day, is somehow disgusting, um, unhygienic, probably stinks. Everyone thinks you it's horrible.
1: don't sit on your vagina, Catherine. I hate to break it to you. Um, you sit on your bot bop not your, your well, if I sit forwards. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go to Ray. Good evening, Ray. Good, good evening, Ray. Five, four, four, four three, three, two, two, two one. one. Goodbye, Ray. Let's try James. Good evening, James. Oh, good evening to you. How are you? Well done. Well done, James. Rose to the challenge. Good evening, James. <laughs> what, what can we do for you tonight?
9: Well, it's interesting what you were talking about there, because I'm a drag queen as well as an open mic singer. Yeah,
1: we, no, we did not know that. You've left that very late in the day to let us know. Well done.
9: Uh, uh, well, 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 well.
4: So, uh, do you
9: tuck? Uh, no, I don't tuck at the moment. No, okay. I, I'm, uh, duct tape is not my thing.
4: Okay. So oh. so,
9: uh, that's, so, I don't know how that, that um, what you're talking about will affect drag queens. Um, sometimes I, sometimes
4: I miss a bit under my arm. Oh,
1: dear. Well, no, I think for, I want my drag queens to be smooth. I want my drag queens to be smooth. They're hyper yeah, well, women, aren't they?
4: Mm-hmm. Well, I think They're idealised the... women. Yeah. Yeah,
1: well, I, I mean, I was,
9: the, I was in drag on Saturday, um, in, in Nottingham. And, uh, I, I was the queen out of Game of Thrones.
4: Which, uh, which one? Uh-huh.
9: Uh, the, the one with the black, the blonde, Daenerys. Pla- yeah, that's
4: her. Yeah. Oh, blimey! Well, that was a sight. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: it was fantastic. Do you, do you, how do you look? Describe describe what you were wearing, James.
4: I was wearing like
9: a, a crushed velvet dress with with, with a, a lace front and with, uh, a a necklace, a ruby necklace, uh, and it was red, by the way. Yeah. Okay. And, and uh, I got blonde hair with little flaps in it and
1: um, and my face was done up like like a woman Now, uh, that laughter says to me you're not taking this as seriously the fact
4: fact you don't do your armpits As seriously uh, as you should be
1: I don't know
4: No, 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 no I I take it
9: very seriously
1: You don't tuck, you don't shave under the arm What is, I want a refund No, well, the, the
9: thing is I mean, yeah yeah, you, you know, well, whatever suits you.
1: You know, I, I've uh, James is getting very been, defensive all of a sudden.
9: No, 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 no. I've, I've got a whole wardrobe full of dresses, and I've got. Uh,
1: so, what do you do? Of... What is what? What do you do when you're dressed up?
9: Well, you can, you, you indulge in the uh, what do they call it? Lip syncing, lip sync,
1: be alive, and all that stuff. But why? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> You're driving, right? Ah. Okay. Here's the thing. Why don't drag queens sing? Some do. But well, why do drag que- queens lip sync? What is that all about?
4: There is an art to it. Well, but, there is, yeah. yeah. But can James you, c- can, can sing. Can you so you do, why don't why you do why do the the he old, sing? Can you do the old busy lips? Well, I have some. I did Dolly
9: Parton one. Did
4: you?
1: Okay.
9: Yeah, I, I did why Dolly does this
1: conversation feel really stilted? It feels really stilted.
9: I don't know. I, I can I can hear a, like a, an echo
1: coming back to me. Ah, uh, that would be it. That will explain. All right. Well, listen. We'll let you go. Thank you very much, James. Um, uh, I don't believe a word of it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio.
0: The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. And the late night alternative with Ian Lee because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio.
1: Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, I tell you what we do: you relax, don't touch the phones. We're going to take calls straight to air till the end of the show. You never know; we might just get. We might just just about the last few calls have just been a bit. I <laughs> feel we've lost the energy a bit, so let's take calls straight to air uh, and let's see. Who knows? Who knows? Wh- um, who knows what might. Happen. Um, 03444-991000 is the telephone number. Oh, this is a good story. This is a good story. I don't... You shouldn't really wallow in someone else's misfortune, but I quite like this. Um, two of Anne Widdecombe's stage show tour dates were axed yesterday in a backlash over her gay therapy comments. Ooh. She was performing at a theatre. Go Google Anne Widdecombe and see what she was, what her stage show is. I've met her. She's such an obnoxious woman. But people think she's that cute woman from from Strictly. She's not. She's a homophobe. She's anti-abortion. She's anti-women's rights. She's anti-gay rights. She's terrible, terrible. Brexit MEP. Anne Whittacom, who said science might one day produce an answer to being gay, was due to perform in Cornwall on Saturday.
4: It's an evening with.
1: Right, so what is that? Is it? Okay. Well no, I know I know what I know I know what an evening with would be, but how are they billing it? What they were you about to explain to me what an evening no. with is. No. You're about to go, well it's uh it's uh <laughs> so it's uh sit on the stage and <laughs> talk. Is it Q and A? I mean what what? What? What is she going to talk about? But Penzance-Penley Park Open Air Theatre pulled the plug. And next March's show at the Landmark in Ilfracombe, Devon was scrapped by operator Cellador. Boss David Hutchinson blasted her words as divisive and ignorant. It comes after the ex-Tories' ranting turn at a rally ahead of the Peterborough by-election. Oh, that was tonight, the Peterborough, that was today. Yes. It's finished at ten? Yes. So we, when, when do the results come in?
4: Well, I suppose they'll be coming in overnight, won't they?
1: Can you um, can you have a little look if so we can find out any exit polls or anything? Right. Genuinely quite interesting. Go on, what's, what is an evening with Strictly Anne Strictly
4: Anne, an evening with Anne Widdicombe. Strictly Anne. Sailing dangerously close to national treasure status.
1: Oh, God, no!
4: Here's the thing. Do you remember Big Brother? Yeah. You and I both going, uh, guys, it's kind of normalising this
1: Yeah, whooping. yeah.
4: Sailing dangerously close to national treasure state as one of the most outspoken politicians of our time embarks on her first ever national tour. Entertaining, enlightening, and as controversial as you would expect, Margaret Thatcher and Craig Revel Horwood collide as Anne lifts the lid oh, on life in Westminster hideous. and shares behind-the-scenes gossip from some of the nation's best-loved this programmes. thing,
1: why can't I do an audience with? Why can't I sell out a small theatre in Devon? I'm not a homophobe. I've been on reality TV, I'll talk. I, talk I, I make up stuff as well, make it more interesting.
4: You have to let a dancer drag you around by your feet.
1: I can do that, I can do that.
4: Yeah, so she's uh, spilling the beans on Strictly, have I got news for you? Anne has
1: never spilled her beans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, during Tuesday's rally, she claimed a Mike Green win would cause shockwaves. so that's the... the, the 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 um election that happened today miss widdekombe last night insisted she hadn't signed a contract for the devon show she added it was just a potential venue okay fine uh we so have we got any exit polls
4: on that let me just election check. let's and find wanna, out i just want to check the guidance we've been given as well
19: Uh oh yeah Uh oh
4: yes so let me just do that
1: okay we'll wait we'll
4: wait don't wait do you no we're waiting
1: else? we're waiting i'm waiting for that i'm waiting for phone calls Straight to air. I'm just waiting. Sometimes at 23 minutes past 12. It's just nice. It's just nice to wait. Just sit back in peace. Enjoy the peace. Relax. relax. vous s'il vous plaît, monsieur. Pardon. And there we. Kath's reading the instructions. Yeah, let's not. Radio. Let's not. Can we not? What does it say? Uh,
4: it says, tomorrow, all we can really say is the voting has begun. The polls are open. Uh, discussions and analysis of election must finish when the polls open. Polls close at 10 o'clock. I guess this is sort of all pre-10 o'clock stuff. Yeah,
1: that's all pre-10 o'clock. When it's yeah. f- closed, you, you can talk about it. So, okay. So, uh, can you find an exit poll? Yeah,
4: let's have a look.
1: You have a little look for an exit poll. We got, oh, we had a caller and then they bottled it. They bottled it.
4: Come back, Caller. Because it's saying not to refer to, to exit polls, but I suppose that's
1: beforehand, right? Yeah, be before... yeah, of course it's beforehand. At like ten o'clock, you know, at ten o'clock, you can talk about mm-hmm. it. There's no other elections going on, it's just this one, isn't it? Just this one by-election. Yeah. The bye-bye. The bye-bye election. Mm-hmm. I've got to be honest, there's very, very little in the papers. Ah! Oh, hang on, we've got a call. Let's see, uh, who we got here. Hello, line one, you're on the wireless. Really... Hello. turn your radio oh, off turn the radio off thank yep, you very that. much well done what can we do for you tonight caller um did you know there's a lady garden in the house of lords um I didn't tell me about it she's a lady garden that's that's so any really more than that really uh, a, what do you mean she is she is a lady garden there is a lady garden in the house of lords well what, I don't know wh- where, where? What, what does that mean I know what it means, but what I know I know what it means, but what does it mean? Well, she's called Lady Garden. You,
18: you
11: know, you, wouldn't you? You'd try and be a viscountess or something, wouldn't you? Really?
18: Oh, you
1: mean there's was a that- Lady Garden? Yes. I thought you meant there was a garden called Lady Garden. You're telling me there's an r- actual Lady Garden in the House of Lords? No. There's a lady garden. In I'm, the house I'm, I'm googling that right, and if that is not true, I'm p- I want it to be so <laughs> true. I want it to be so true. But if that's not true, then you are uh, Susan Garden, Lady Garden. Ah, yes, there we right. go. Yeah. Thank you very much, caller. There we go. There's a lady garden. We'll have that in the house. Laws. It's looking. I'm, I've been sent a tweet saying Labour of One, but I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I don't believe. Uh, I don't believe tweets. Um, uh, but now then then uh, Ross our very own Ross Kempsell is saying Brexit party sources here at the Count in Peterborough are bullish contrary to the Labour briefing and then uh, someone called Fiona Leishman says word is circulating that Labour may have a more successful by-election than thought and may even outdo the Brexit party well that doesn't say who's winning does it?
4: No so,
1: uh, I, I, I don't just...
4: see anything concrete yet.
1: Here, there's no, you don't see no concrete, boy. No, you don't see no concrete. Oh, I lost all of my windows. Hang on a second. I, I had to close my windows. Daily Mail dating. There was a thing about dating. Um, oh. I had to close all my windows, and now... I tell you what, let's play the trail early while I try and find something. Thank you very much. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can
0: sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk
1: Radio. 03444991000 is the phone number. Let's take calls straight to air. Good evening, line one. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, line one. Can I
12: just say,
5: caffeine? Well
12: done on
1: your bike, Chris. Thank yeah, you very much. There we go. The guy, the big guns are coming out to thank <coughs> Catherine's big guns. I
4: appreciate it.
12: And
4: when's the backy? Yeah, uh, when
1: is the backy? Yeah, wow. when are you going to give me a backy? Well, going go, to be hilarious. We need to sort out a date next week to go for a burn-up. You give me yeah. a backy then. We'll park mine up when you give me a backy. <laughs> Seriously. I don't
4: want a backy on my bike, do you? Yes! they ridiculous. Cool. they not
1: ridiculous when I gave you a backie. Well, no,
4: because I'm a small person on the back of a big man's bike. Yes. You're going to be on the no, a, but a I still had to sit hanging very, off the back
1: of I my still had bike. to sit very far forward and I couldn't steer properly because my knees were under the <laughs> handlebars. Of course I want a backie. Why do you think I wanted you to pass so I can have a backie? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm having a backy The backie's going to be next week, Andrew.
12: Oh, good. Oh, and Ian, are you letting the cat's back yet?
1: Am I letting the cats out yet? Uh, I, uh, do you know what? Yeah, I am. I am good. I, I just I, I, I kept the cats in for a bit because they were, they killed five birds, and then oh I just what? thought it's just na- it's nature. It is. I had some I had some it's guy fun. on some guy on Twitter having a go at me saying <laughs> I needed to keep them in until the end of July, and then I, I said no, that. I'm not going to do that. He went, well, you're not you're not bothered then. That's a shame. So I get lost, mate. Yes. Keep, I don't don't, don't criticise. And then I realised I was arguing with some bloke about how I look after my cats. Get out of town. This, this bloke will look at, look at the
12: TV and see, oh, there's lions passing antelope. Oh, no. Yeah. It's a moon.
1: Yeah. No,
17: it's not. It's nature.
1: It's nature. I'm le- the hard. cats are out, the cats are out and they're going to have fun. If they want to kill some birds then they're going to kill some birds. I'm going to help them kill some birds. Good I'm going to I'm going snap the wings of some birds and just leave them to make it easier for them to catch.
4: Why don't you get the cats a set of
1: nunchucks? Yeah. Uh, okay, I can do that. I can arm the cats. I can definitely, yeah, right. definitely uh, do that. Andrew, anything else? Uh, no,
4: tell me to shut up. What? You Tell him to shut up, he says. No, I won't. He likes I'm, the rough stuff.
1: I'm not doing it. Oh, go on. No, no, I'm not doing it. Oh. I like you. I respect you as a human being.
4: I'll do it. go oh, on, Kat. Shut up,
6: Andrew. Yeah, thank you very much. There we go. <laughs> he enjoyed
1: that too much. He enjoyed that too much. Right. Here we go. Uh, who needs Tinder? Tracy Cox, oh, who's yeah. a sexpert... She is. ...reveals the very unexpected place, places to find your next steamy encounter. Okay, here we go. So this... this um, Okay. This to stop you being disabled. Um, online dating and hookup apps might be convenient, but they're also demoralizing, exhausting, and only expose you to a certain type of person. yeah, the kind of weirdo that uses hook, hookup apps. Remember what people used to do before Tinder came along? Yeah, they were lonely they 'd meet in real life, look up, not down, and you might find there's loads of attractive people standing right beside you. Even better, someone meeting someone in real life avoids that awful moment when you meet someone you spark nicely with on screen to find it's a fizzle chemistry-wise for one or both of you in the flesh. So meet people in real life and you'll find that it's better than when you meet people in real life. Well, that doesn't make sense. I met my husband at a pub. Uh, Oh, hang on. Many people uh, are used so used to dating online they've forgotten how to do it the old-fashioned way. The old-fashioned way didn't really work. Didn't really work. Well, it
4: doesn't work when you spend all your time at work, which is what most people do these days. Well, no, but
1: I met my wife at work. That's that's pretty really amazing. People at work.
4: Oh.
1: My next relationship is with Matthew Wright. We're gonna have a celebrity baby.
4: <laughs> I um, met my husband. Well, I kind of knew his brother.
1: He went out with his brother
4: briefly. You went to school to with that? his brother. I went to school with his brother, yeah. and, um, and nothing ever. I, I was going out with someone else while we were at school, and then it's afterwards we we dated briefly, and then I went to university, came back, and yeah, got together with my now husband. There because um, we met in a pub. Who. Me and well, me and my husband. Well
1: you didn't meet him in a pub, you'd have met him at your boyfriend's house.
4: No didn't go to his house. He never got to that point. Oh, okay. We just went
1: out for a couple of drinks. Oh, okay, right. Many, uh, uh, many people are so used to online dating, they've forgotten how to do it the old-fashioned way, or they never learned. A lot of millennials struggle with in-person communication and lack body language skills because they have no experience. I met my husband at a pub in Richmond. He was standing drinking a pint. I was sitting with a girlfriend at a table near him. Between us, handily, was a box of matches that came from Stringfellows, a strip club in London. We know. I picked them up and called him over.
2: Are they yours?
1: <laughs> I said, narrowing my eyes like I was about to tell him off. He looked at them and squinted and then said, God, no, they're not mine. Oh, they're kidding. I said, I just wanted a tarp for you. Oh, God. He laughed, I laughed, and then we got married. Well, a few years later. What ridiculous... Story. No, one, no one hooks up with people in pubs. No one hooks up with people in pubs. You did. Yeah. No, I don't believe it. It's a myth. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Here's some unexpected, uh, unexpected hunting grounds you may not have thought of, on what to do when you're there and you see someone who takes your fancy. The supermarket. Oh, jeez.
4: Oh, we had a neighbour that did that. What? Um, we yeah. hung out
1: in hung out in. Liddles?
4: No. Here's what happened. We had a neighbour. They got divorced. She um, she went to the supermarket. Yeah. Apparently, there are certain nights where it's singles nights.
1: Oh, I don't think they do that anymore. So, that well, was a, that was a big thing about five ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, this is when
4: it happened, and uh, she didn't realise. She says, and she was wandering around, and this guy got talking to her, and then he. Um, it sounds creepy, but she didn't mind. And then um, he, she walked away, and then when she was putting the stuff in her car, he came back over and he said, "I wonder whether I could see you again." And they ended up getting married.
1: Um. Well. Okay. But they don't do the singles nights anymore. That was, a, that was a, a while ago. That was like a gimmick. That was a gimmick. So the supermarket. Admittedly, you feel more confident date hunting with a few stiff drinks under your belt. Gee, that's what everyone wants, a drunk. And hovering around the washing powder in your track pants. But don't underestimate the supermarket as a potential hunting ground. More than a few singles have connected while reaching for the same loo paper. Besides, you can tell a lot about someone by what's in their shopping trolley.
2: That's true. I... The
1: man stocking up on nappies and tampons is married with a child. The, the guy with chocolate biscuits and 25 frozen pizzas is most definitely single. It's super easy to start up a conversation as well. I don't suppose you've seen any baked beans in your travels. <laughs> or I'm a useless cook. Do you think this is the right ingredient for a curry? This is awful. So she's not really telling you how to do it. She said, go to the supermarket. There's people there. Crack on. The next one. A church. No, because I don't want to go out with a Christian. No disrespect.
4: Even well, it if- might not be a Christian. It might be a mourner. <laughs> even... <laughs> Have a look at the obituary column.
1: Even if you're not religious, going to church is a great way to meet people. Don't assume everyone will be frumpy or misfits either. Mark Wahlberg, Justin Bieber... And the Jonas Brothers have fessed up to believing in God. And they aren't too shabby. Get there at least a half an hour before the ceremony starts. Don't dress like a prostitute.
2: Is that what it says?
1: No. Everyone knows everyone else. They're friendly, eager to introduce you to anyone you'd like to meet, and invitations to other church-related events will come thick and fast. Yes,
4: that's because it's kind of their job. And why are you here?
1: I'm horny. (laughs) really, really horny. And if I don't have sex in the next week, I'm going to get a blue badge.
4: Yeah, from the World Health Organization.
1: Um, A fitness boot camp or the gym.
4: Oh, God. Told you when I was in the gym yesterday. Yeah. I was looking around and... My dad got me into going to the gym because he got vouchers. Yeah. Uh, apparently a lot of pensioners are getting that now. To You know, from the GP, he's trying to make them... Trying to
1: kill healthy. them off quicker.
4: <laughs> no, trying to make them last last longer, I guess. Okay. Spend my inheritance. We don't really want that. Anyway, so I was looking around the gym thinking, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, dad. There you go,
1: <laughs> you see. Um go to the gym pheromones gym gear is revealing, so you get a preview of what they 'll look like oh, naked please. and there 's nothing sexier than watching a guy lift weights. Yes, there is pheromones are uh, released along with perspiration, and there 's plenty of sweating going on. Oh jeez, well, then the next one 's a running club, which is the same thing. the tube now I met a girl on the tube i, I had a I met a girl on the tube. Uh, Yes, yes, anyone who lives here knows no one is supposed to strike up a conversation on the tube, but people do, lots of them. If you catch the same tube every day, you'll start to see the same faces pop up. Familiarity works in your favour. The more often we see someone, the more we like them. And theirs. People's personalities get the chance to shine through, and the guy you dismissed as not being tall enough starts to win you over with a cheeky smile.
4: Oh, in other words, you get less forcey
1: if it's a chance encounter you're travelling and you see someone who does it for you you need to act fast it takes guts and confidence to ke- chat up a complete stranger let alone do it in front of a carriage oh full of interested people oh God. and the rejection factor is about 90% they're gay married no. or just
4: met the love of their life you just reminded me it happened to me oh go on this guy sat next to me and yeah. he was really he was a bit pissed Yeah. this was when I was a student it coming, to be. coming back from Farringdon yes. so it was like an, uh, about an hour's journey Okay. and uh all the way home and he was um, really loud in that way that people who are just a bit too drunk and don't realise it and he was going he was chatting me up all the way back and I was trying to read my book and he was was mm, that a good book then mm-hmm. oh, is it French oh I've been to France and it was all this kind okay, of stuff okay he sounds
1: like a nice guy
4: and then he goes so are you going to give me a number then and the whole carriage was listening and I went no and he said you're joking aren't you? he went no I'm really not I just want to sit here and read my book please but everyone in the carriage was
1: laughing. But him or you? Well,
4: because he was kind of
1: obnoxious. Oh, okay. If he's obnoxious, then screw that guy. Yeah. Well, don't screw that guy is the thing. Well, I didn't. But what have you got to lose? If they turn out to be the new lover of your best friend, get out of it by saying, I knew we'd end up friends. If you can get close enough to make discreet conversation, be direct, say, Hi, I hope this isn't creepy, but do you want to get a coffee sometime? I love anal. <laughs> If you don't want to do it in front of people, I assume they mean the talking, not the anal. <laughs> get off at their stop and tap them on the shoulder. Oh no,
4: uh, that's terrifying. That's how I
1: met. That's how I met a girl, and I went out of there for a few months. Yeah, that's how I met. A, that's how I met a girl. Um, tap her on the shoulder. Like I said, the chance of them saying yes is probably quite low, but at least you won't spend the next six weeks kicking, kicking yourself over what ifs. What do you reckon, Mo? Where's a good place to meet a partner? I don't know a restaurant. Right? A restaurant. R- restaurant. The worst. The worst place. Why is Why? a restaurant the worst place?
10: I don't know. A restaurant is just like
1: nice and
4: quiet, isn't it? Yeah, but you're sat at a table. They're sat at a table having dinner with do you someone. Mean, do you mean you're meeting someone that you've already arranged to meet? We're talking about meeting strangers.
5: Or oh, where to meet a stranger? Yeah. Toilets.
1: Public toilets. <laughs> In town. In town. Okay. okay, all right. Next one is a theme park. A theme park. So there's going to be like a single man just at a theme park. Yeah, that's not <laughs> noncy, is it? Single guy at Thorpe Park on his own, just out for a day out on his own. That is, a, that's not weird.
4: I had a bit of a romantic time at a theme park once.
1: Every one of these you've got a story about. <laughs> I did. What, what were you, 12?
4: No, I was about... 15. I don't want to hear your fifteen-year-old <laughs> sexual <laughs> encounters.
1: A theme park, exciting and dangerous situations, boost levels of key hormones that are also responsible for making people fall in love at first sight. There's scientific evidence that riding roller coasters causes the body to release a hormone called phenethylamine, which makes us feel euphoric. Did you know this, Mo? Mo's knocking one out. Mo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You are right. It's also released in large amounts when we meet someone we find attractive. That's why going on an exciting theme. Please stop that. <laughs> That's why going on an exciting theme park ride bonds us easily to whoever we're riding it with. Stand in the queue solo and ask an attractive man if he'll ride with you because you're too scared to go solo. But there won't be no. an attractive man in the queue at Thorpe Park or Chessington. Isn't his, on his own.
4: No.
1: Mo, what can we do for you tonight? I was just like, just calling
9: in,
11: is not it? Um, so I heard the headline about you and I was wondering if I could ask you about it.
1: What headline's about me?
11: Just let me check it everybody Let me read it. Because I like to be precise,
1: me. Okay. T- tonight, Mo, we finish at one o'clock. You know, it's really quick. Wh- when are these headlines from? They're
9: just on the newspaper. Apparently, you called your callers, like, really dull.
1: Yeah, I did. Do you know why, Mo? Because I was speaking specifically about you. Yeah, I called the callers dull, and I was speaking uh, dull, and I was speaking totally about you. (laughs) Yeah, it's a cute little giggle. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, Paul? Okay, it was kind of cute yesterday. It's a little bit dull tonight and we couldn't hear it. Dear God, this is talk radio. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight.
0: Conversation gets curiouser
1: by the glow of moonlight.
0: The late night alternative with Ian Lee
1: on talk radio. 03444991000. Hello, caller. You're on the radio.
17: Hello there, Ian. It's number 31 calling
1: in. That, that would be, hang on, number 28, 29, 29 that That's June. That's June, isn't it? June. June, yeah, Is number 31,
17: it? yes. Yes, I'd like to wish Catherine many congratulations on passing her test. Oh!
9: Yes. What
17: have you been thinking about, sir?
4: Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it.
9: First. One
1: up for women, Kath. One well, up for it's, one, women. It's, one, it's one down for women, one up for men, because I passed it first. But yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, I
17: know, but I mean, you know, you're so clever, you can pass anything first time, can't you? But,
4: um, uh, but You didn't pass it first time. I
1: didn't pass it first time, but I passed the
4: first...
1: Oh, you didn't oh, pass first time. Oh. No, but I passed the first one. No, I passed the first one. But, you're getting um, deeper in. I passed the first one first time. Catherine didn't pass the first one first time. She passed the second one first time. I passed the, f- the second one third time.
4: Oh right. Makes sense? Okay. Hey, I've just thought we've all done uh, it the, we've done it the same <laughs> times.
1: Yeah, we've done it the same times.
17: Yeah. We've done it the same times. Oh that's all right then. Well done, Catherine.
1: Well done, everybody. God bless us. Each yeah. and every one of us. <laughs> 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 We're going to have fun now that we're legal.
2: (laughs) That's been said before. I can just
7: imagine you two... We're (laughs) going to give you a backy, June.
1: You're going to get... We're going to pass you while we're going down the motorway. We can go on motorways now. (laughs) on those. On those, we can go on motorways. We're going to pass... We're going to ride side by side, and you're going to swap from bike to bike on the motorway. That's
17: going to be clever. I was going to suggest... So maybe you could tie your wheelchair to the bike. My wheelchair to your bike.
1: No, in the middle, <laughs> like a little sidecar, <laughs> along like, that. like yeah. and then, and then, if we break together, you go flying out and end up in a tree.
18: Some, well,
17: in the tree, or either on that, or on the hard shoulder. Oh,
1: the shoulder will be very hard, June. Trust me.
17: Well, yeah, I you, can imagine. Exactly, imagine it hard. There, you don't
1: bite. Exactly, imagine yeah. a nice hard shoulder. No. June, June, you are absolute filth, but thank you so much for your call. We're taking call straight to F the last ten minutes of the show. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Oh, there was a big um uh um where is this? Violence erupted after a villager tried to storm a church tower during a bell ringing festival. Not only was Jeremy Brown 62, the girl I met on the tube was a, a bell ringer. It's not even an innuendo.
4: Campanologist?
1: Uh, no, she was a bell ringer. i do not a camp about her at all. How dare you? She's a very nice lady. She was a bell ringer. She took me to see uh, ringing the bells once.
4: It was great. It was great.
1: I loved it. It's
13: like a lot of fun. It was. It
1: was a lot of fun. Uh, not only was Jeremy Brown 62, enraged by the holy unholy cacophony, but he claimed, <laughs> but he claimed one of the bell ringers had parked in front of his driveway. Ah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense, guys. So he's, he
4: thought he was goading him.
1: That makes more sense. That makes more sense, line one, doesn't it?
5: I spy with my little eye
13: something beginning with W.
1: Is it in or out of the room? In. Window. Oh, God. Thank you very much. Is Thank God is? it wasn't Willie. Um he marched in St. Peter's Church in the hamlet of Nos Mayo, Devon, as it hosted the annual event on Saturday and complained about the noise and irresponsible parking. Oh. So did you use burp then? No, I it sounded like a burp, didn't it, line too? No.
4: Hello?
1: Yes. yes. Hello, you're on the
18: air. Oh hi, it's Nick. Um uh uh, uh Ian. Nick. Uh Hi. Um Hello I'm having a a few issues at the moment with, um, my probation. They're trying to do some sort of half-assed psychopathy test on me.
1: Do do what? A psychopathy
18: test? Psychopathy test. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you must know what that means, yeah? Right. And, 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 And I've tried to complain, and I've been in touch. It's one of these, uh type providers, you know, they yeah. don't work directly for the court. I'm on the probation service. I'm, I'm with Why don't you want them to <laughs> do the? T- why
1: don't you want them to do the test?
18: Well, the thing is, I have seen my probation officer, yeah. and I've asked her, and she has no qualifications whatsoever. Um, right. And it's it. The probation service needs to go back to how it was.
1: Okay. Well, that's what not that, that is going to happen at some point, but. Um, that's irrelevant to this. Why don't I you know, want I them know. to do the I test? Know. Well, no, it's not a test as such. It well, you me, guess you the, the, just you use the. I can now. only work with what Nick, I can only work with what you're giving. me, and You said it was a test. So no. what, what is it, and oh, why don't oh, you want oh, them to sorry. do it? Oh, sorry. Um, no,
18: no, no. They the the individual concerned is trying to do it, um, and I can see it. And I've told them that they've been condescending. And
1: okay. Well that's not good.
18: That's not uh, that's not good. It, well, it, it, it's true though, but now I've got to meet her manager next week. Um and my only other option is to get in touch with the uh, uh uh police uh sorry, police probation. But so uh, what is it they want to do to you? Um they're just messing with your head. Right. It okay.
1: needs to go back to be the. the that, that, but then that's going to happen. And that's going to go that's happen. It is going back to the, the, everything that they did with the privatisation. I think it is going back to it. Um, but that's. But I, I can't. Know. But that I can't speed that up.
18: Oh, I know, buddy. I know. I know. Hang but hang in there, man. I, I just. Yeah.
1: Hang in take there, man. You you take care I of yourself, brother. You. I'm all, I'm doing all right. You take care of yourself, okay. Take care. Thank you. All right. That was, uh, that's a guy struggling. That's a guy Mm -hmm. struggling. Um, Let's go to line two. Good evening, line two.
7: Gift, don't abuse it. And you know, if you gamble with
1: life, you can lose it. Okay, that's right, don't, ga- don't gamble with life. That makes perfect sense to me. If you gamble with life, you can lose it. Yes, line three. Hi, how are you, in? I'm um, uh, losing the will to live with every, every syllable you utter.
12: Okay, so this says, you, quickly,
5: we're getting the same old It's great that you guys call in. It feels like the same
12: handful of people.
1: Yeah, Mo, do you know what? I, d- I, I don't want to talk about it. That. that was ages ago. What, what has changed, do you think, Sorry? in the last few months? What has changed? What has, changed? has changed? Jeez, so is this my therapist? This is my mum? Loads have changed. So
9: now you like all of those,
1: No, you? not all of them. Take the hint.
9: No, no. Because in like, when I was reading it,
1: Oh you carry on reading it, Mo. I'm not here Have to be give... reading it
4: for like two months. Flipping
1: it, man. I mean it's ridiculous. Uh let's go to line one. Good evening, line one. Hello, is it it's Chili Chris. Chili Chris, chilly Chris. Chilly Chris. Hey. Wash your hands before you go for a piss. Hey.
13: Yeah. Uh just on a serious note to chat to the dude who's having a bit of a bad time. Yeah. Um I c I didn't catch his name, I'm sorry it about Nick. that. Um, um I Nick. Um uh I really have gone through a, a quite a dark time, you know, uh, uh, through my years. And uh, uh, as I'm sure you can relate to it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I still currently have anxiety attacks and, you know, dark days and whatnot, yeah. but he, he can hold in there. You know what I mean? Like genuinely it's worth just, you know, sticking with life and uh, just giving everything a go and maybe just go and explore some new things, you know, and he uh, will be all right. It's, um, the stuff gets tough and it, it just kind of works. Yeah. Thank you, Chris.
1: There, thank you, you know? Chris. I, I, the, the wise words are moving on just because we're coming to the last few minutes of the show. But thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. And you're right. Nick, j- just hang in there, man. Hang in there. You've got this. Thank you, Chris. Hello, line four. You're on the wireless.
20: Hello. Um, Wanted to talk to you and say I'm incredibly sorry how rude I was last time I phoned in. Who is this? But also, uh, okay. Also, wanted to say who is to Who is this? Is Chili Chris still there? Who is, I don't know. Chili Chris has just gone. Who, I don't know who this is. Oh, no. Right, okay. What I wanted to talk about was Chili's. Who is this? Okay, when you and... Cra- um, why Pat can't... Why won't you just say who this is? It's Sheila. Oh, all right, fine. Why don't you say that at the start? Okay, it's Sheila. But <laughs> I'm... I'm... I'm
1: Yes, cheese.
20: I, I feel really awful for the last time I spoke to you. I, I don't remember it, really. so don't
1: feel awful. I don't even know what you said, so don't forget it. It's gone. It's gone.
20: Yeah, well, it's not gone for me because I've spent a long time really upset about it. But it's I totally don't even sweet. know
1: what you said. So so you need to let it go because that's coming from you. That's not coming from us.
20: Yeah, it's me. I know. We, I've I, honestly, I've got no
1: idea what, you, what it was. So Whatever it was, it didn't offend us, didn't upset us at all. So you're, make, you're making this up. So you do your best to just breathe it out and let it go because there ain't nothing.
20: I know, but that's what people are, are not it? It upsets people more than you know. So well, I don't
1: know what I don't anyway, know what that upsets people when, though because I've got no you, idea what it was.
20: Okay, when Killy Chris phoned up... yes, what I wanted to say, luckily... yes, and what like you and Kath are doing this show in Dorset, yeah?
6: yes, yeah.
20: So my brother lives in Dorset yeah. and he played a big trick on me when I went there. Uh oh. Bloody hell. The chilies they have in Dorset, you wouldn't think this, it's Dorset. That they're the most awful chilies you can have. So you must promise me this when you go to Dorset with Calf, yes? have a naga chili. A Dorset Naga. A Laga? Naga.
1: A naga? No. Is it a hot M-A-G-A? chili?
20: M-A-G-A. It is awful. I Why would I do that? Why would I go happy, somewhere?
1: Happy. Why would I go somewhere and have an awful f- food?
20: No, it's a, it's lovely. You just said it was it's awful. Biggest... <laughs> Did she just say it was awful? Okay.
1: Is it lovely Can or awful, it's Sheila? It,
20: no, it's, it's what you must have when you're in Dorset.
1: Why? Because it's awful.
20: Because that's what they're famous for.
1: Thank you very much indeed, Sheila. I'm really not having... Paul, you coming in? Poor us, poor us. We got a chair for you. Look, we got we got. This, this is breaking, breaking the rules. It's not meant to be in here. No, I know. Don't, yeah, don't no do card. it. Though. We've got no, We've got one more caller. Then we're going to find out what's on Paul's show. Good evening, Line One. You're on the wireless. I don't know what that was. I don't, don't, that, we going to be careful. I couldn't hear what that was, so I don't know. I think I know what it was, but we, uh… Um, I know what it was. Can you, uh, can you put banned by that guy's number? Because he calls in all the time. Paul, you're banned. <laughs> not you, Paul, you're not banned. But Paul, who called in… That's happened before. …you're banned. Yeah, I know, tell me about it. Paul, who just called in, you're banned, buddy. Yeah, so, forget that. Paul Ross is Feel not banned. Feel free to call me, though. No! <laughs>
16: Paul, what you got for us? On the show tonight, we're talking about uh, amazing new research from America, about the limits of human endurance. Yes. They followed these um, American runners who did over 140 days. They crossed America. They effectively ran a marathon a day, over 3,000 miles. Yeah. And they wired them up and hooked them up, and they compared it to other previous research they've done, and boy, are their faces red. Because these people at peak fitness, optimum performance, were marginally less capable of maximum endurance than pregnant women. The average oh. pregnant woman functions towards the end of pre- pregnancy at the absolute limits of human wow. endurance. Isn't that a melancholy stuff? So these, these runners are just I mean, like, and, and Yeah, and, the, and the, you nothing. know, bulked up, and, you know, one of them had a body fat ratio that is 4% BMI. Yeah, I don't, have no idea level. what that means. Well, basically, but if, you, if you get, if you're about 8% BMI, yeah. you automatically get a six-pack, whether you get exercise, you're nothing but muscle, yeah. bone, and cartilage. One of these guys was 4%, 4%.
1: a pregnant woman, possibly living in slough, yeah. closer to the limits of human endurance. <laughs> What's that film? where these three men run across the desert they're like endurance runners and they run across the desert and then um and uh, uh, and then they get attacked by uh nazis on motorbikes have you seen that I love the sound of it. It's a TV Even movie. just in your head,
16: I love yeah, no, it. No, it's a
1: TV movie from the 80s. I'm, I saw it when I was about 15, and I managed to track it down a few years ago. Uh, they get this, like, these Hells Angels sort of Nazis um, try and kill Made them. Made for
16: TV movie. Made for TV.
1: Ooh. If anyone knows, in the last two minutes, well, last fact, minute.
16: There's a brilliant film right there called The Naked Prey for the early 60s. done a man called Cornel Wilde, and basically it's set in colonial African times. Yeah. And these guys get captured. Some are tortured to death, some are <sighs> killed. And this guy, two or three and they just say, OK, run, if you can outrun us, you're free. Oh, and the whole I film is that. a chase
1: across the veldt. Oh, it's a brilliant
16: when movie. When is that from? It's, it's early 60s. Cornell Wildstones are called The Naked Pride. Like but that. yours has got Nazis in this it. This Hell's has got, got
1: Angel Nazis. Hells Angel Nazis. And the ending is I'm not going to spoil it because we'll, we'll find it. I, you, well, I think you enjoy it. Can I say very really quickly, congratulations, Kath! Well Thank done you. for you. She's a Hells Thanks. Angel Nazi. Rum, rum. No uh,
3: longer
1: an l's Angel.
3: Hey!
1: <laughs> On that bombshell. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you, Kathleen Boyle. Um, we haven't got any guests tomorrow, have we, no? No. We're done. we have do a busy week with the old, uh, the old guests. We'll have Katie Creek back next week. Uh, to come do the thing. Don't forget, podcasts are plenty. Uh, There's two tickets left for the show in London. Two. Uh, ianlee.com slash event is the place to go, and Belfast is starting to sell, I think. Uh, We will be back tonight at 10. Stay tuned. Coming up after one o'clock, it's Paul Ross on Talk Radio. We are Talk Radio.